Salt Report Podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, movies, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Yo. And my Discord is hella lagging right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if it sounded like I was like... Yeah. I was like, I have no idea if I sounded like it was like... Right off the bat, but I'm like, I'm in with you, K. You silence. Normal. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm here with K. Silence. I'm like, oh my god. I said, and you're like, hey. It's on the recording. And I'm like, There's evidence. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, and Jesse. And then nothing. He's like, yo. I'm like, oh my god. This is this is bad. <laughs> I guess as long as I don't sound bad to y'all. Well, you can always try to pop pop out and then back in while I talk about the sponsor in our hearts. <laughs> no, I'll just go with it. I'll, right. I'll maybe add some like robot sounds in the background. Oh my god, my papa is just screaming. I don't hear anything. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 73, Technical Difficulties. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Speaking of screaming, yeah, the sponsor the... in our hearts is Helmo, our lord and savior Helmo. Helmo! <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I I don't know if I talked about this on the recording, but I recently um, joined a Final Fantasy XIV cosplay Discord um, after somebody invited to me, it, I, me to it at Anime Bonsai, and they were like, okay, um, hi, nice to meet you, praise be to, Elmo, to Helmo, our lord and savior, before you continue. And I was like, what? And they have like a Helmo emote that they just spam all the time and it's beautiful and i love it and it's a big mood when you're a cosplayer so it's funny because that helmo represents two moods for me it's like um it's like when i'm like upset about something and i'm throwing my hands into the air like ah! or my other mood is like if i'm reading something and like it's been 65 chapters and the characters finally kiss and i throw my arms up into the air yeah it's it, for me I, I feel you like yeah. for me it's both triumphant and also like everything's going wrong and i don't give a shit anymore like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, those are the two moods that helmo represents he's multifaceted <laughs> our helmo That's why he's the sponsor in our hearts. He is the sponsor <laughs> in our hearts. Also, he's also. I also think about whenever I think about the Helmo gif. I also think about that video where Kermit's like, "Let me in." He's like, he's like, they're in the room and there's like a hole in the door, and Kermit's like, "Let me in." And the guy's like, "I'm not letting you in. You have a gun." And he's like, "I don't have a gun. Let me in." And then he puts the gun up to the hole in the door. He's like, "Let me the fuck in." He's like, "No." And then he's like, are you alone? And Kermit's like, yes, I'm alone. He's like, and then he kind of moves out of the way and you see Elmo just standing there with pliers in his hand. He's like, no, you're fucking lying to me. I just saw fucking Elmo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That sounds hilarious. 
I'm gonna drop that in the, the <laughs> chat for Jake for later while you get on. Yeah, the please do, because I'm just laughing at you describing it. <laughs> I imagine watching it. <laughs> like, let me in. No, you have a gun. Why in? Uh, Elmo and Kermit at the door is what it's called. I don't know what it is about like these Kermit memes that are just so good. Like, <laughs> Kermit's just funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is it just because I have a fondness of growing up with Kermit, or is yeah, is it just Kermit's just funny? But there was it's one that I saw ball. where they had oh, him like dancing. Did you see that one? Like he's in like somebody's shoes, and they're like, Kermit, what are you doing? He's like dancing. And oh yeah, I love that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like dying on that, but ah, uh, good old Kermit. Um, so yeah, I guess that that wraps up our uh, sponsor in our hearts. And uh, we can jump into some pre-salt. Um, so, my first pre-salt is vampires are goofy, especially in the nineties. Um, so I guess Net- Netflix added uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram, and Stoker's. I don't know why that made me. I don't know why that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Bram Stoker. Yeah. I like only Bram Stoker because of uh, all it's the freaking left the movie makes you feel like you're out. having a stroke. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah, Bram Stoker's, but like the funny thing about Bram Stoker's is like this is the porn parody. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you right? Which is like, which is already hard because there's already so much sex and boobs popping out in this dang movie. Um, especially like the actress that plays Lucy. I'm like, it's always like her left titty that's popping out. And I'm just yeah. like, that's like that's like the Renaissance paintings. You gotta, you got one titty out. That my my uh, my friend and I actually made a friend in my art history class because he pointed out that there was always just one titty out, and he's like, imagine being that fabulous where you're just you're just oh I didn't see you there one titty out arm up face neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I forget what others. I don't know. Let me just talk about it because I'm just like, why is it always our left titty? Is that like the better titty? It's a party I tit. Know. I told but, you. Um... <laughs> I wish I could just like spin one tit around, you know, like without both tits going yeah. around at once because then I just like, yeah, like just fucking rave music plays in the background as one tit goes around in a circle. Yeah. Party tit. <laughs> yeah and i just wonder because like it's directed by francis coppola and i just wonder he's like look you're really good in the scene um keep up the same energy just can you pop out your left titty like i'm like what's going on <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't know same energy right <laughs> yeah nailed it left titty though um but yeah so like i remember and i i was almost like live like dming um everyone because i was just like i'm gonna watch this movie and then like i think k you're like oh it's really bad and i'm like five minutes in i'm like oh boy is it bad <laughs> 1992 was a hell of a year for Dracula. i have a um i have a gift for understatement <laughs> oh yeah that one's pretty bad yeah i my uh actually richard and i were just talking about how Kay has a spectacular way of just like straight facing things in the flattest voice (laughs) and it makes it like six million times funnier than it was originally you're like this is fucking amazing this is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
but oh gosh, this movie was like, and I remember, I don't know, probably because of my cousins, because I had my cousins were older than me, so whatever movie they rented was the movie I ended up having to watch. So that's probably how I watched it as a kid. But I remember being like, kind of like, what the crap? Like being afraid of it enough so that like, there's only certain scenes that I actually remember watching was like, um, I remember the blue flames or whatever they were. <laughs> after seeing them but like i do remember that i do remember like van helsing cutting off the like the three vampire ladies heads um it's weird and then what I... a movie like what if a movie remember because i was having that experience yeah. with blade too because i was like maybe i never saw this movie maybe i only saw the second one and then like something would happen i was like nope i definitely saw this one too yeah yeah and then i remember seeing the like I have no idea what it was, but I thought it was like the communion wafer from the Catholic Church that like Van Helsing puts on her head, and I'm like, why is the like communion wafer ba- burning her forehead? But like, because it's holy, I guess. Did I you, guess, yeah. Did you all know that there's a Bram Stoker's Dracula Sega CD game? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> there's a Sega CD game that is yeah, I have a Super Nintendo based. one. That's another reason why. But I the Sega like- CD one is notable because it contains horribly mangled video clips from the movie. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I love that. They're not at all relevant to the gameplay. This is very important to me. I, that's why I said it. I knew. I knew y'all would. Be, it's important information that everybody should know. I, the Sega CD was a wild time. Okay, you're so yeah. fucking cool. Like you're like, hold on. <laughs> This is that you're like he cracks knuckles. This is actually something because Kay gave me an entire lesson on obscure video games one night <laughs> and obscure consoles, and I loved every second of it. And this is part of like why Kay is ten million times cooler than I'll ever be. A novel, even though I just dropped something really good in the salty sh- show notes <laughs> for you all to enjoy. <laughs> I'm trying to pay yeah. attention without also doing other stuff, but like <laughs> my brain good. is on fire. <laughs> but continue, Jake. Yeah, no problem. But yeah, I just I didn't realize how like bad this movie was. It's just all over the place. Like even to where like my wife would like she wasn't watching it at first, but then she came in and she's like, "What are with these stupid shots of like all of a sudden there's bugs?" And I'm like, "I guess it looks cool or creepy or something." Like, is there just be a random shot of, like, bugs, like, fast motion crawling on a statue foot or something like that? And then... Art! Um, yeah, art. art! Yeah. But, like, yeah, there's just so much... And then, like, the Princess Bride guy is in it. Was it Wesley? I'm like, right? what is Wesley doing in this? The Dread Pirate Roberts is in freaking Dracula. I mean, Sirius Black is Dracula, so there you go. I think I yeah. think you mean Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, no, it was like Dracuya. Dracuya. Like, Dracuya. And then I didn't realize Welcome everybody like had recurring parts in the in the beginning. So like Gary Oman was like, you know, young Dracula. And then uh Winona Ryder was like of course like the the wife, right? But then like Anthony Hopkins was like the priest or whatever that was in the beginning. And then I felt weird, like, did Val Helsing have powers in this? Because it made it seem like he had powers. Like, I, I didn't really understand what his... I tell you one way or the other. Like, it was, like, weird, like, after they have, like, the whole, like, first encounter with, like, the Lady Lucy being turned into, like, a vampire as she was going through the whole, like, her blood is dying. Um, He's all trying to explain to, like, yeah, Princess Bride, 
<laughs> and the other two guys, what's going on? What's going on? I, what's his name? Carrie Hughes or something like that? And then all of a sudden he like disappears and like, where did he go, professor? And then he's like behind <laughs> the pond or something like that. And I'm like, did he just like vanish or did he like just run real quick behind, hide behind the pond? Like, That's what I would do. Like, Dracula's real. Look at these powers I have. Look over there. And then runs away real quick. Dracula's um, <laughs> real. Look at these powers I have. Yeah. I, was like, I just didn't understand what was going on. And then there was like a lot of weird, creepy shit that happens. Like when they first show like, Mina showing up to visit Lucy, like he gets all in her face and grabby and like kind of forces her to dance with him. And it's all in her face. And he's all like, like intense staring. He's all, go, go to your friend. And I'm like, creeper. Like what the hell is happening right now? Um, and then like later on when like they get to like Dracula's, uh, almost to his castle or whatever. And the three vampire ladies show up. Um, all of a sudden he's like seduced by Mina's like making out with her. And then right when she's about to kill him, that's when he's like, oh, no, I can't be tempted by this and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it, it, I don't know. I just found it super weird the way the pacing and the storytelling. Um, but my favorite part, and I had to, <laughs> I felt weird like putting this in the DM, but it was just so funny. I was like, how can I say this without being vulgar? But the vampire blowjob was um <laughs> the craziest thing like i don't remember this scene at all i don't know if my cousins were like he's too young like cover his eyes or distract him or something or if they fast forward it but like yeah there's a scene where he's in dracula's castle and then all of a sudden they're like you know what's his name jonathan jonathan blah 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 jonathan no he's like (laughs) yeah he's in the bed with like three like of the most loveliest vampire women you've ever seen in your life one of which was like monica belushi and i'm like oh my god monica belushi's in this i didn't know that um but like yeah so like they're like you know kind of like kissing on him or whatever and then i just it's just so ridiculous they show like hit them i'm zipping his pants and then like he's like <gasps> like you know oh my god and then and then i think it's monica belushi goes ah! and then like her fangs come out and then like you see him where it's obviously she's chomping down on it and he's like ah! <laughs> and so I'm just like well that changes everything Young Jonathan knew about how fellatio worked because, um, yeah, vampire blowjob is something completely different. Um, but like, I just, it was so comical that just like, I don't know, like they made it look sexual and the next thing you know, it's like, no, you're, you're dinner. Um, but I, I don't know. It just like, it was such an awkward time. And, um, I don't know if I would, I guess if you want a good laugh, it's worth I watching. Mean- that's how, remember, I think I talked about that book that never saw the light of day because the, um, the like editor who got it, it was like her boss's daughter or oh, niece's yeah. book, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> the guy got turned into a vampire because he was getting a blowjob from, um, a prostitute. Oh, she bit him now. on the dick and she was a vampire. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> But like I'm like, how did he not turn into a vampire? But yeah, I guess. Um, but it's just just the way it happens, though. It's just so funny because he's like, ah! like I don't know, it's just like so like slapstick, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like how was how was I afraid of this as a child? But um, because, because we were watching were a child. that, at least, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I was afraid of the because... mummy as a child. Like I was scared of Beetlejuice when I was a child. 
Oh, yeah. E.T. also did me a no, frightening. Yeah. <laughs> E.T. Yeah, yeah e. I really hated it. Though. To be fair, my brother-in-law had this E.T. mask he used to put on that was just fucking horrifying. <laughs> and he would, like, chase me around and be like, E.T., phone, hope, Jesse. And I'm like, no, 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 absolutely not. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but because we were watching that, like, I also, like, and Netflix, I, like, just started to uh, type in Dracula and like all the vampire movies showed up. Um, and then on there was like from dusk to dawn, I guess they added that on there too. And somehow I was like, man, I'm like, I'm like, man, it's kind of funny how was his name pulled? Um, George Clooney before <laughs> George Clooney really blew up. Cause I doubt George Clooney would do anything kind of like that now. I don't know. Probably not. Um, he's been in his fair share of bad movies, <laughs> of bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so I'm wondering can't if you really bad a thousand, can you? Like, no, yeah, no one yeah. can really just be like always in good movies. There's got to be a bad movie eventually. Yeah, I'm just like kind of like, oh, would he have taken something like that? Like, I don't know, later in his career because you've just got I think that really to was. have money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um so then i started talking about that and then my wife was all like yeah i never watched that i only um i only know how like everybody lost their shit over selma hayek in in that what's it called and i was like you've never seen it she's like no i'm like well let me show let me tell you about selma hayek in that movie whoa boy (laughs) whoa dandy yeah so like i'm like kind of like just fast forwarding it because i'm like you don't really want to sit through an hour and 42 minutes of of this or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, you got the two brothers and they're criminals. They're on the run. They're going to meet freaking second Cheech Marine because the first one is at the front saying pussy way too much. I don't know if y'all remember that scene. Yeah. But I'm like, it's just ridiculous. I'm like, but I don't know if it's forgivable because it's Cheech Marine or like, or whatever. But, um, yeah, like, so I'm like, family, like, okay, so there, and then they, now they like hijack Harvey Keitel's family. They go to the stupid thing. And then I'm like, boom, here you go. And like, at first she was all like, she didn't understand why she thought like all the guys thought it was sexy because of the snake. <laughs> like, cause she, she doesn't, doesn't even know what like Selma Hayek looks in it. She just knows that it's Selma Hayek with the snake that everybody was talking about. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, it has absolutely nothing to do with the snake. The snake is just there. I just <laughs> like, Googled it so I could look at it again. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, oh, I'm handy. like, the snake just... Yeah, the snake is just there. That's like, you know, like, oh, there's a palm tree in the back, in the, you know, in the scenery. No one cares about the palm tree. Like, And so, like, I'm playing with it, and she's like, oh, I now I understand. But then it got to the part where she walks up and pours beer down her leg into like quentin tarantino's mouth and she's like well that just ruined everything that just happened right now because it's like it is kind of gross as she puts her like foot in his mouth and then pours like she's standing on the table people be in defeat no i know that but i think it's just the fact that it was quentin tarantino (laughs) like maybe it was like george clooney but like yeah especially now i also hate (laughs) oh jesus christ here's a picture of it um, I hate feet, so, like, it's even worse. Nothing's worse than, yeah. like, seeing something sexy and then somebody has to put a foot somewhere. And I'm like, I don't want this foot yeah. anywhere. But, yeah, yeah, no. But then it's, like, super... F- <laughs> and then it was just, like, super funny because immediately after she, like, lifts up her leg and, like, licks the beer off her thigh. And I didn't remember that happened. I'm like, why did she do that? 
And she's like, to show that she's flexible. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, flexibility is sexy. And I'm like, okay, thanks for Yeah, don't, don't you remember when Jeff Goldblum was talking about how his wife is a gymnast? Oh, yeah, she's a contortionist or something she's like that, She's a contortionist. He was ha- yeah. This was a wild time. That's when he was on um, Graham Norton talking about... I'm like, is Jeff Goldblum even real? Like, Speaking of vampires and shitty Sega CD games or whatever, he was also in the live-action uh, Goosebumps um, <laughs> game as Jenny Nicholson taught me, and he played a vampire. So what? there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing Thanks, Jenny Nicholson, for that fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but yeah. So then I, yeah, I showed I showed her the rest of the movie, and then um, how they kill all the vampires by shining sunlight on a disco ball. I mean, how <laughs> else do you kill vampires than by shining? Yeah, how else can you kill multiple vampires ball? at the same time? Yeah, and then like the big reveal at the end that like when they're driving away, they're like titty twister bar and grill is actually the top of like an aztec temple or something like that so um i was like i remember and i remember as like a yeah and i just remember like as a teenager that was like the oh my god it's an aztec temple or something like that but um yeah so we had a lovely evening of like vampire goofiness um which brings me to my last bit of pre-salt um, this, this Christmas season, uh, we're going to be blessed with Once Upon a Deadpool. Um, really? That's I guess actually there's like happening? A se- yeah. I guess we're there's a secret. Once Upon like- a Deadpool? Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it was like it's this for secret. For real. Yeah. It's for reals. It's this secret, like Deadpool. I guess it's going to be PG-13. I guess they really, really want a PG-13 movie. And apparently Ryan Reynolds said, okay, under two conditions. One, we give money to charity from the money we raise. And two, I can kidnap Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, they'll never let so, me do that second one. And then the movie company was like, yeah, yeah okay. And he's like, fuck. Yeah. And next thing, yeah, next thing you know, there's a picture of Deadpool reading adult Fred Savage a book in bed. So, yeah. So it's Fred actually Savage. happening. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess they're going to kind of pull like a Princess Bride. Funny that I said Princess Bride earlier. Uh, Princess Bride probably moved with the whole um, Fred Savage in the bed being read a story by Deadpool. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Like, it's going to be PG-13, I guess, Christmas. But it's still going to probably be just Ryan Reynolds probably pushing PG-13 right for all it's worth. The line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'll yeah, let he's you know gonna... when they've reached the line, like... By addressing us and being like, we cannot go any further. Yeah. So it should be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that. And I'm like, yay, we get a Deadpool Christmas story this year. I just like that the two conditions were, one, we give money to charity, and two, you let me connect Fred Savage. And they're just like, okay. And he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, now I have to make this movie. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, that's awesome. Um and he, Ryan Reynolds also put out a PSA against Hugh Jackman. I don't know if y'all saw that too, but it was pretty hilarious. No. Where, yeah, he um he's doing like just I guess because you know everybody's gonna be voting this week, um or I guess we'll find out. What, they fucking yeah. better, or I'm gonna show better up to vote, their yeah. house. Yeah, so I guess he's in some movie. 
I don't, it's a political movie. So I think that's why the joke came out. And he's doing like one of those, like, this ad not sponsored by Ryan Reynolds. And he's all like, he's not even an Australian. He's actually from Milwaukee. <laughs> like, he's like, stupid, like, <laughs> just like this hit piece on freaking what's it called? And he's like, he's like, this Oscar season, don't vote for, um, yeah, there's that whole thing, like, don't vote for, uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, vote for, uh, you know, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, he would really like to win an award this year or something like that. <laughs> uh, and then it's like not paid for Ryan Reynolds or something like that. But um, yeah, so more Deadpool goodness coming. And that's my pre-salt. All right. Um, well, speaking of vampires again, um, I was listening to Jake and Jesse talk about Castlevania um, last recording. And the entire time I'm just like, I'm going to watch Castlevania this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. I watched season one. I didn't get to season two. Um, And season one's really short, so I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but I did really like it. Um, And I am looking forward to season two. Um, I I thought it was longer than four episodes. I forgot that it's only four episodes. (laughs) I was like laying in bed after we recorded last time, just whispering, Lisa to myself because <laughs> um because fucking jake and i had gone over that sad part in the last episode it was just and, oh, like, yeah. and I, so i'm just like lisa my boy <laughs> <laughs> i'm like tearing up in my bed laid down i was like jake why did we do this to ourselves <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure i'll know what that means Eventually, I didn't get a chance to watch season two yet, but I'm I am gonna watch it um, probably this weekend um, or I don't know whenever I get a chance. Hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, it's good shit. Um, and I so I watched season one, and then I had to on Saturday, and then I had to immediately get up and get ready for Evermore Park um, in like the end of September there were whispers of this new like interactive theater experience slash theme park uh, opening in Pleasant Grove, which is a good 45 minutes away from where I live. Um, but I'd been hearing a lot about it and they were having their last night of the season. Um, their lore season, they were calling it. They were having that on Saturday. So my friends and I kind of got together a group and we all went down. Um, There were six of us total and it was wild. That, that place is really cool. Um, They've closed down temporarily for a little while. They're going to start their next season Aurora at some point in the future. (laughs) I don't know when Um, they just say like tickets on sale soon on their website. But if you're ever in the area, um, at the time that it opens, I actually would really recommend it. I um, posted a couple of videos and pictures from it. Um, yeah. Kat is being naughty right now, and I'm sorry if you hear any weird noises, but she's just, she just won't. <laughs> not paying enough attention to her, I guess, and she's upset about that. But um, I posted a video of the the Fey King, which was that big statue with the horns. That we, and I thought, I thought yeah. it was just a statue, but uh, he responds to you. If you talk to him, um, <laughs> which I showed another video of where he named me Patches because I called him And I was like, of course. Yeah. I was just like, yo, is this like, because it sounded like it was something recorded. And so that's why I'm like, is there somebody like actually manning this thing? Because they're a really great voice yeah. actor. I thought it, I thought it was recorded at first, but then like 
he said something to me. And then and I was like, is he talking to me? And then he's like, because I was filming. And he's like, yes, <laughs> capture my visage so that you might look <laughs> upon it for eternity. And I was like, holy shit, there's a person in there. Um, I yeah. can't believe he called you Patches, though, which you're like, ah, yes. <laughs> Trusty old Patches. So I heard tell from my friend, she's like, if you go to the Fae King at a certain time, he, he, you can ask to join him. And he'll give you a new name, and you'll be, like, inducted into the the fellowship of the Fae King's followers. And I was like, we gotta. And, we like, gotta. For, for, like, an hour, my friend, my friends kept getting, there's a lot to do in this park, so my friends kept getting distracted. I was like, we gotta go back to the Fae King, I want to get, I want my name! And then we went there, and the Fae King was, like, talking to his druid or whatever, and he's like, I need to meditate, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. The actor has to pee. (laughs) 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 And he went inactive for like a good 20, 30 minutes. And so we had to go do something else and then come back. Um, By the way, if you are planning on going to to Evermore, um, plan on being there for a while. The park opened at 6. We were there right at 6. We didn't leave until midnight uh, when the park closed. So expect to spend the entire evening there. Um, But... So I, I finally came back, and there was a whole crowd of us, and so you kind of just have to fight your way to the front. And so I stepped up, and he's like, what is your name? And so I told him, Catherine, and he's like, I see. What skills do you possess? <laughs> and I was like, I am a seamstress. He's like, very well. From this day forth, you shall be known as Patches. And I was like, fucking, of course, he called me Patches. <laughs> Because I've got a million friends that are going to start calling me Trusty Patches now. And then his druid (laughs) was like, all hail Patches! All hail Patches! (laughs) And you're like, I've got Uh, some coins on the side of this ledge if you want to take a look, Fairy King. (laughs) (laughs) He was smart, though. He would kind of fuck with you a little bit if if he knew you were lying or telling a joke or whatever because there was there was a guy in front of me that was like um he was dressed in like a unicorn kigu and so he's like my name is unicorn he's like i see what skills do you possess and he says i can do magic he's like very well from now on you shall be known as lunatic Nice. I love so this. So anybody guy. that went up and said said that they were they were magical or something like that, he would call them madman or lunatic or crazy or something like that. And it's like, oh yeah, no, he he knows you're lying. Um, other than that, the the goblins were by far my favorite characters in the park. I posted a short video of one that was it was essentially a puppet, and there was like a it was sort of carrying a cart with a bunch of pumpkins on it that I assume the actor was inside. Um, but I didn't. I didn't get the first part to this, which was that like a human actor dressed as a goblin with goblin makeup taught us all a song, and like made us sing it with her, and then um, gave us something for it. And then the goblin's like, "No, it's my turn!" And then he just like shrieks for thirty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, it was. They were. They were just so funny and like endearing. And at the at the end of the park, I remember there was this big battle. And they cured the Fae King, and he's back to normal now. His name's Kadirin, or something like that. And um, then I went back, and the go- I was talking to the goblin, and she's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't there. What happened? And I, d- I like, relayed everything that happened, and I was like, 
she fucking knows what happened. She's the she's an actor in the park. Oh. <laughs> I totally got into it and believed for a second that she totally didn't know. But um, they were they were great. They the actor they picked really a good crop of actors for this, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I guess another. Oh, sorry, didn't sorry. mean to interrupt. But I was just looking this up because I I wanted to go immediately after your description of it. So I guess there are Make three... a trip out here. We'll go together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Utah. You can't stop me. Um, so there apparently there's three seasons. There's Mythos, yeah. which is a man- math- ma- magical lantern festival based on North mythology, which is That'll in, be in summer. the summer. And then Lore, which is the one you went to, which is a haunted experience that comes from Celtic lore. And then yeah. Aurora is their magical winter fest with a Dickinson feel. Um and it's for their, like, winter story. Yeah, and it kind of bounces off the back end of the lore plot, um, mm-hmm. because the Aurorians were kind of important to the very end of it. Um, something to note, I, I don't know if this is going to be true for the next season, but for this one, like, the park opened at 6, and it was a bit more, like, whimsical and fun, and then at 8.30, that's when the scary shit came out. Uh, <laughs> by that point, they're like... Well, um, most of the little kids are going to go home before now because they're going to be tired and the uh, the kids that are going to remain in the park are going to be old enough for this because, and like, I, there, there was one that got me. It was right at the end. We were getting ready to leave. Like we were walking towards the exit and we saw this, um, like a well and it was lit from inside the well with green light and there was a chain that was swinging and my friend's like, why is the rope swinging? And I'm like, I don't know. And you know, like the, the idiot... <laughs> The horror movie that I am walked up to it, and a troll jumped out from behind the bushes and screamed at me, and I shrieked so loud. And then I looked at my friend, and I was like, well, now we know. It's so that gullible idiots like me go investigate. Yeah. Why is the train... I'll get to the bottom of this. That um, spider monster I posted a picture of... um, I saw I passed by that earlier in the night at like 6:30 and it was just a pile of twigs and then when I passed by it again at like 9 the spider jumped out and scared me. Um so it's stuff like that they have like it's I guess the idea is that like as the darkness falls all the corruption and spooky creatures that have been infecting the evermore are coming out and like um that's awesome coming out to play there's like there was a wendigo there is all kinds of creepy stuff. Uh, I got spooked quite a bit. It was it's it's a lot of fun. Another another good interaction I saw was um, I wish he'd been there right at the beginning because it would have been helpful to have this character. He was essentially the um, NPC you talk to at the beginning of the game that tells you the basic plot of the game and gives you a couple of pointers on where you should go next. Um, yeah. So, and I w- so I wish he'd been there at six because I didn't talk to him until like ten p.m. But there was a really good moment where there were these two kids talking to him and he um there was a plot point going on where you could get little gold rocks and exchange them for different things in the park and he uh took one from the little boy and like gave him a couple of gold coins and he's like here you can give these to such and such and they'll do whatever and um but that's all i have so i don't have enough for you girly and she goes what am i supposed to do with this and he <laughs> looks at her and he's like Gold can be exchanged for goods and or services. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Gold can be exchanged for goods and or services. I love it. 
that person's a millennial. He was he was great. Um, that and... goblin, excuse me. <laughs> he wasn't a goblin. No, oh, this okay. was a human character. Um, the goblins were more interested in the goblins' plot was like. If you bring me a piece of metal, I'll give you a piece of gold because the metal's more precious to me than the gold, and then you can give the gold to someone else. There's a couple of other characters in the park that would take gold in exchange for something. Um, this I don't know. There like was a such whole lot a fucking fun time. It was so much yeah. fun. I had me so much fun. Me checking ticket prices to Utah and like <laughs> setting up like uh, my calendar for next year. Like, okay. <laughs> um. I'm definitely going to go back for both of their um, next two seasons. They're still building the park, uh, and you can tell there are buildings that are only that are kind of blocked off and are half finished. Uh, one of the people that went with me had been before, and he said that he um, didn't realize that he wasn't supposed to access a certain structure, and so he went in there to look around, and there was a bunch of like wires and. <laughs> Just junk in there. He's like, I'm not supposed to be in here. <laughs> um, there's another moment. There's a mausoleum, and you can go through the top part, and in the daytime, there's a ghost in there that will tell you to talk to a certain character. Um, and then at night, there are these two people that are slowly turning into zombies. And we had an awkward interaction with them, because we we talked to essentially a Bloodborne character, the Hunters Guild. <laughs> Um, and she was, she gave us a couple of tasks and we, com we completed our archery task and went back to her and she's like, okay, you need to go into the mausoleum and get a smooth black stone. So we went back to the mausoleum and there were these people here and there were some people in front of us that kind of were questioning them and they got a bunch of information. And so we kind of went, we didn't have anything to ask them about it because we'd already heard it all. And so we're kind of like, so have you seen any rocks? <laughs> <laughs> One of them kind of holds out this black stone while crying because she's turning into a zombie, and we're like, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks." <laughs> <laughs> like, I, um, just crying. That's another. That part's another good example of like the change between night and day because you go in there and there's a friendly ghost, and then at nighttime there's these half zombies, and then there's all. I kept hearing this like horrible shrieking noise. And people would scream and kind of laugh and run away. And I'm like, what's that? And my friend's like, I don't care. And, like, dragged me out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. And so I didn't find out what that was until much later when we went in the exit instead of into the entrance. But there was, like, this spooky creature back there that was making a wheezing noise. And there was also a basement in the mausoleum. And one of the knight's quests was that you had to go in there and count how many vampires were in the mausoleum. <laughs> and when I went in there, there was six and my jackass friend that had been there before was like, "Are you sure there's only sex?" And I'm six, and I'm like, "Yes, Stephanie, move! <laughs> I want to get out of here." And she's like, "Are you sure?" Yes, yes. It turns out that if you go there at night, there's eight because two of them are live actors that jump out and try to scare you. So oh, nice. that's why she was being so mean about it. Yeah. I would like <laughs> to leave this area now. I would like to leave. Please move. Oh, man. This place sounds amazing. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it um, sounds great. Like I said, I don't I don't know what the winter season is going to be, if it's going to be more whimsical or if they're going to keep with the horror bend. But either way, I'm really interested to see what goes on with that. And uh, hopefully they'll have more buildings finished because it would be kind of interesting. Um it's going to be huge when it's finally finished. Like, all the land that they have bought, it's massive. 
Uh, but I do hope they dedicate some of that land to a parking lot because they <laughs> do not have enough parking right now. Um, yeah, if you decide to go, um, get there early, get there at like 6 p.m., expect to be there until midnight, um, wear comfortable shoes, and if it's the wintertime, dress warm because I was frozen at the end of this. I should come visit in the summer, and then we can go to the Norse one. I'm already planning my trip. <laughs> That'll give you time to save up. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, I'm like, uh, I'm going to come visit you in the summer, Kay. And you're like, thanks, Jesse, for inviting That's perfect. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my review of Evermore Park. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, I do have one last thing, because, bitch, you thought you, were, I, you would escape my pre-salt with a pot without Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> You were wrong. <laughs> I told this story um, to Jesse after last recording and decided that it t- to tell it on here because it is kind of I, I p- decided to start the bard class because I got sick of black mage and I kind of talked about that. Um, the level thirty to fifty bard quests are boring as tar. Um, they involve a guy whose name I'm choosing to pronounce his name is Jaculo. They all have sort of French pronunciations to their names, the elves in this game, so I'm just going to go with that. Jacquelo. And essentially, he is very, he's a very sad bard because he was arrogant TM, and because of that, his party members died or something, and now he can never use a bow again, up to and including points where you are confronted with massive hordes of enemies, and he just fucking stands there. And you have to fight them all off yourself. And I'm like, thanks, dude. Thanks for nothing. Thanks, Mensa Scholar Damien. Yeah, thanks, Mensa Scholar <laughs> Damien. I mean, at least Jaculo does, like, heal you so that you don't die in a solo instance. I mean, um, technically, Mensa Scholar Damien sometimes shows up. Sometimes. But only sometimes. <laughs> but only yeah. sometimes. Um, so after that, um, the level 50 to 60 quests for Heavensward have different have sort of a different quest line and different characters and you meet up with this guy from the order of the twin adder named sanson and he's like we're gonna find this legendary song called the ballad of oblivion and you're joined with a bard um whose name again i'm just throwing a french pronunciation on this so i'm sorry if it sounds horrible but i'm gonna choose to pronounce his name as guy de um he he's a bard and he's basically three steps from giving up every second of the way where you meet a person and they're like, we heard you, you may have heard of the song of oblivion. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, well, she says she doesn't want to talk about it. So we should just go home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was a really great moment in the level 56 quest where um, again, Gidolo is like, well, time to give up. And then he's like, no, listen, listen, I'm going to level with you here. They didn't send you out here because you're the best bard in their company. They sent you out here to get rid of you. And I'm not trying to insult you because they definitely also just sent (laughs) me out here to get rid of me. But we need to be on the same page here. And basically Sanson's reasoning is, like, if we can find this Ballad of Oblivion, and then we can prove them all wrong and be valued by our companies. And Gidolo's like, whatever, bro, I'm leaving. And that was so I told Jesse that. And then I played the level 58 quest this weekend and essentially learned that Yzalo has been doing the equivalent of, like, you know, when really young kids throw a tantrum and they'll, like, look to see if you're paying attention to their tantrum? Yeah. (laughs) He's been doing that, essentially. 
purpose. And you you catch him doing it, and he literally like turns his back on you and like pouts because you caught him throwing a tantrum and checking <laughs> to make sure that you were paying attention to it. Um, and so you're like, all right, I'm going to Mog Home. See ya, bro. But sure would be a shame if you showed up at Mog Home while we were there. And he's just like lurking in the background the whole time. Um, and that whole that whole quest, Sanson's just like, oh man, this is great. I wish Guy was here. He would know what to do. And he would love this. And I'm just like, just just kiss. <laughs> For God's sake, just kiss. Um, so I haven't played the level 60 quest yet, but I'm interested to see how this ridiculous plot quest, plot line is getting resolved. And then I'm interested to see how the Stormblood quests go, if they stick with the same characters. Like, I don't know, they're just such idiots, but I love them. <laughs> I would call this quest line endearingly dumb. Um, because it is a little... It is a little stupid. Um, so It's not as bad as the Black Mage quests, I guess, but... It's not very good. But it's cute, so you'll forgive them. It is cute, them. so I'll forgive them. Um, and that's my that's my pre-salt. Alright, we're gonna blast through this, um, because I don't have very much. Uh, Nano started National Novel Writing Month. I'm already behind. That's what you need to know. But I've been going to write-ins, and it's been super fun, and, you know, meeting people who are also writing, and we're all insane. There are never any dudes there, which is weird. Like, I haven't, not a single dude has showed up to our nano readings, or, like, writing, sorry, like, our nano write-ins, which is weird. Maybe one will show up. I mean, there's gotta be dudes doing nano, right? Like, there's gotta be other, like men doing national novel writing month but uh yeah none of them are showed up but i've been having a lot of fun meeting new people i mean it's kind of awkward because a lot of the time you're quiet because we're all writing or we're trying to be quiet my friend and i are sending each other dms and giggling like the bad students in the back of class passing notes um but like mostly it's been it's been pretty fun um, and then we'll take breaks and we'll just talk and we're like, and I mean, I've been meeting so many interesting people with their interesting lives, um, and people's books, which are interesting. Cause like last time we were there, someone was like, Oh, what are you all writing about? We all went around in a circle and talked about what we were writing about. And there are some really fucking hilarious ones. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, kids. Um, but yeah, I am really enjoying that even though I'm already behind and stressed out about it. I mean, there's only so much I can do because I'm also going to school and stuff. So, yeah. um, I definitely, uh, and I'm getting ready to do winter commissions because it's getting to be that time. Hey, here's my sales pitch. Hi, I'm Jesse. <laughs> you might know me from the Salt Report, you know, the podcast that you are currently listening to right now. You may also know me from my Twitter, Filthy Wizard, where I sometimes post venom porn. If you would like to purchase some venom porn or anything else a new icon perhaps a christmas gift uh, somebody else's oc a christmas gift to yourself your oc treat yourself i will be posting my commission prices um on my twitter so check that out and if you're interested dm me because tis the season the weather outside is frightful but for you know jake and i that means it's because it's hot as balls out here um <laughs> 
but uh yeah so just that was my little plug i'm gonna hustle now back to this um speaking of venom my friend who's been doing nano with me and we've been having a good old time uh he has this dire need um and uh, I, I asked her if it was okay that I shared this. And she's like, yes, please share my vision with the world. Um, she really <laughs> wants uh, Venom to, like, Venom where everything's the same, except for Venom has the final Pam voice that Griffin McElroy does in, um, <laughs> what is that? It's like Monster Creator or whatever. What is the name of the fucking, I, I don't know why I can't even remember right now. But if you haven't checked out Final Pam, check out Final Pam. They're playing Fallout. He he destroys that copy of Fallout. And he's like, oh, we should play again, but not this copy. Because this copy will never live again. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> he just breaks it. Uh, but yeah, Final Pam. Um, I... I pick baby and I fix baby. Okay, but like that voice, except that's Venom's <laughs> new voice. Um, and I, I was like, I'm going to share this with the world for you. The other night I was playing, it was late night. Actually, I think it was last night, to be honest. Everything is all running together at this point in my life. I was playing Overwatch and I was like, nobody's going to be on. It's really late. But for some reason, there were a ton of people on. I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> um, let's do this. And I was a bunch of platinum players got... Um, like mixed up with me and i'm like i don't know why but i must just be who's here um and i'm not used to having people in a team who are actually good at playing overwatch uh it's wild when you're when your teammates in an mmo are actually good yeah Yeah, no like i'm used to i've been carrying a lot recently and my back hurts from it so i'm just kind of like Please, anybody. And I had, like, a fucking god-tier Hanzo. This Mercy who did not res, but she was such a badass that I didn't really care at this point. (laughs) I was like, Mercy, res me. But she she just kept going, and I was like, okay, senpai, um, don't res me. But I was having a great time as uh, I was playing mostly... um, Actually, I played D.Va a bunch, which I haven't played D.Va in a while, uh... Which is always wild to me because people think that they're going to take me down once I'm out of mech. And I'm like, evils! I'm more powerful out of mech than I am in mech. Um, I've, I, that game, I feel bad because this one junk rat kept trying to kill me. Well, it was his fault because he kept trying to kill me. But I kept shooting him down as tiny diva. And at one point I just shot him right out of the sky. Like he <laughs> jumped into the air and I just like... Shot Get rats trash. Get rats trash, Panda. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was just having a great time, right? Um, as Diva, which I never usually get to play, but nobody was tanking. And then for a while, I was, of course, my waifu Moira. And then I was Anna. And people were just like, I don't know, we were having a good time. We were saying thank you. We were upvoting each other. My um, comm score went way up. Like, we were just having a good time together. Um and also, they were good, and it was wild. It was wild to not have to carry, and I had a good time. I was like, oh, right, I remember. I did like Overwatch once, <laughs> um, which which brings me to uh, the new Overwatch hero, Ash, and her ult. I'm guessing Bob is her ult. Yeah. Um, Bob, do something. <laughs> um, that's her ult. Did we I, need two cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> I did, we did not need two cowboys and the yeah. i mean like the thing about this is as like i mean most of my ash stuff is actually salt um <laughs> sorry i, I jumped her, the gun a little bit her, her design is fucking boring as fuck um 
and it's also like someone overlaid her face right over Widowmaker yes! and just turned down the opacity, and it was straight up Widowmaker, and I'm just like. <laughs> This hurts me inside. Yeah. And her, like, concept art had some much more interesting designs that they scrapped. Um, I just... And also, like, as many people have pointed out, instead of, like, releasing a black woman, they were like, here, have a hamster. And now here, have a generic white lady <laughs> with a southern accent. I was like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't fucking eat this. What I am interested in, the thing I do like about Ash is her kit is very interesting. Um, so... Like, she's on PTR right now, and her kit is super cool. Like, the way they set her up is very, um, I like the, like, her abilities and how they work together, and she has a lot more possibilities, and I think she's a good counter to a lot of characters in the game. I just wish they had spent some of that creativity on the actual design of the character, um, visually, and not just, like on her kit but her kit is actually interesting um and i'm excited to try it out and see how it would be in game because i've kind of been in this in a mood for something that's like between kind of like sniper and dps um which i guess hanzo's supposed to be but hanzo doesn't have a scope really um and i it looks like she plays like a dps version of anna um, except she has a lot more mobility than Anna, which I'm interested in because I'm, as everybody knows, I'm a Moira Anna main. Um, I don't know when I started maining Anna. Like I started as a joke, and then I just never stopped. And then I'm like, oh, here we are now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's I guess that's how it happens sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I am excited to check that out at least. Um, today I sent, uh, I I've re I retweeted this with the mood for voting, but essentially, um, it was fucking a entire team just wrecked this one Reinhardt. Like all they all killed this one Reinhardt with a flashbang. So it must have been that like the Mercy boosted the McCree, and then the um the Roadhog hooked the Reinhardt, and then the Sombra hacked the Reinhardt. The Anna probably purpled the Reinhardt, and then um, their Brigitte big slappied him, and then um, boosted fucking McCree, flashbanged him, <laughs> and it just killed him. And I was like, that's the kind of teamwork we have to take in to the voting polls um, this this tomorrow day, because... And in the, in the DMs, I just posted that gif of the... Uh guys playing a prank on their friend where they throw a bucket of water at him and then like he starts to run after the guy and the other guy runs by and slaps him and then a third guy drops a trash can on his fed on his head and then a fourth person just like flying kicks him <laughs> into the pool yeah <laughs> like, and that's exactly that's, that's what happened <laughs> i was like hey that is very accurate that is exactly what just happened um I was like, these people were in the drift, which led me to thinking about, like, what if um, Pacific Rim AU, where, like, somebody just fucking, hey, I'm podcasting! <laughs> I'm walking here! <laughs> I'm walking here! Um, Pacific Rim, I'm gonna get yelled at for that later. Um, Pacific Rim AU, where all of the Jaegers are piloted by um, podcast teams, so... <laughs> But like I, then my brain auto filled with our Budborn streams oh, yeah. of like how oh, we play Budborn together and trying to figure out how that would work 
as um as three of us piloting a Jaeger. Like I know three people can because there were those triplets from um the the first movie that all piloted that Jaeger together, the three armed Jaeger. So I was thinking about that, but then I was thinking about Jeremy and Chris piloting a Jaeger together. Like there's just <laughs> there are just so many good so many good things. Uh, in the uh, you know hey uh, DM us some or just add at. The Salt Report, which is po- at Podcast Salt, some names for our Jaeger. Um, and if you are also part of a podcast, tell us the name of your Jaeger. Um, I want to know. These are, that's my pre-salt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just oh. imagining fucking Jake being like, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I are like, I'm like, no! no! <laughs> Yeah, we it was like not in the drift. If it's like a three arm like Jaeger, like K's arm slapping my arm, like stop it. <laughs> <laughs> if my arm could laugh, it would be. Jake doesn't yell Leroy Jenkins when he Leroy Jenkins, though. He I just know, runs. He just walked out the door. He ran out the door, and Kay and I were like, um. Protest <laughs> if we don't know what's happening. <laughs> the Jaeger takes off, and Kay and I are like, what the. F-? <laughs> While reaching for the like kaiju. in Budborn, it's okay because if you die, we just have to wait for you to come back. Yeah. Like if all three Not of us are drift. trapped in the same Jaeger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like the third arm is randomly reaching for the kaiju. Like, what is with his <laughs> arm? <laughs> and then Kay and I and Eunice, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so moving on to salt. know why this kind of tickled me this morning uh but it's like the only thing i was like really kind of salty about but um i I guess (laughs) there's a politician guy i don't know what he's running for something in texas and um i guess on saturday night live pete davidson um i guess better known as like ariana grande's ex um, Thank you, next, which is a fucking banger, but yeah. only a cancer would just so blatantly name drop her exes on a track and not even care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, next is a fucking banger. Yeah. My friend was like, I can't believe you're making me listen to Ariana Grande. And I'm like, Ariana Grande is talented. Yeah, she's actually Thank really you for good. coming to my TED <laughs> talk. Did you see that video where she's like about to sing and someone's like, wait, I'm not recording. And then she just busts up. She's like, did you just say, wait, I'm not recording? And then, like, she, like, she's cracking up. She's like, okay, does everybody have your cameras out? We're all recording. And they start singing. But it was just, like, the funniest thing ever because they're in the front row. And they're like, wait, I'm not recording. And she's like, yeah, did you just say, wait, I'm not recording? I always think of that person who edited two photos of her on Instagram with bigger titties. And she just, the first comment she leaves is, whose titties? And then the next comment, are those? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, her ex, Pete Davidson, was on. I I don't know if he's still a regular or not, but um, I know he comes on and he usually does, like, little comedy bits because he's he's a stand-up, I think, before he's, like, a character actor. And so, of course, he's on there snapping on, like, you know, and on both Democrats and Republicans about, like, you know, this one looks like, I think one of his jokes was, like, this guy looks like um, somebody tried to whittle Bruce Willis on a penis or something like that. 
Um, his other one was like, this guy looks like a cigar if it came to life. And then we get to this guy. Um, what's his name? I think he's like Dan Crenshaw or Dave Crenshaw or something like that. And he's like, this guy looks like a hitman in a porno or something like that. And it was like an okay joke. But then like after he goes like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I guess he lost it and, you know, he lost his eye in the war or something like that. But like everybody like threw this big old like, oh, how dare they like mock war veterans on Saturday Night Live. And Saturday Night Live is like just like tearing apart war veterans and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he told one mediocre joke about one guy running for office and it wasn't necessarily like he was poking fun of him for being a war vet it's like you have an eye patch and like i don't know if anybody's seen this guy the dude actually like looks handsome like he honestly you know it's, he he uh, looks like, like a movie star hero or something like that he looks like he'd be like the young snake plinskin <laughs> from escape from new york or something like that um he looks like Yeah, shit. actually, I don't know if you guys saw that meme I did, but I made one. Yeah, yeah where it's all like SNL mocks him for a fake shell incident or big shell incident or something like that. And then I put like his like the character name like President George Sears. Um, but yeah, like. Okay, but the Pete Davidson joke that should have gotten him in trouble was when there was that girl on SNL and he asked her to marry him like just after his breakup with Ariana yeah. and she was like no and he was like zero for um, two zero or, for three or, or something yeah, like zero to yeah. two I guess and I was like boy <laughs> <laughs> deep inhale yeah so it's just like uh, it's just I don't know like and then I will give the guy kind of like credit because and then it was weird because his video was like on TMZ so I don't know if he posted it on like his um his Twitter or something like that, but TMZ was showing it and it was him saying that like, you know, Hey, I don't think our, like it would be healthy for a country not to just jump to outrage right away. Like he's like, I don't need an apology from him. Um, and then he was all like, but because the rest of the, the nation is already giving, putting heat on him or whatever. But he was just saying like, and he was kind of saying like, Oh, the thing was like, you know, SNL should understand that like war vets don't like to be made fun of for their wounds when they come back. And, um, and so, like, I don't know, I'm, like, I'm conflicted on it because, like, I understand that, like, I, I have, like, my best friend was in the army and, like, he could have lost something. Like, he was in a Humvee that, like, legit got hit by an RPG. And so he could have got killed. Um, his best friend, um, he had to see his best friend get shot and then, like, had to sit there and work on his friend dying. Um, and kind of like these bad stuff that you hear. So I understand, like, you know what I mean? Like, mad respect and love to our, our vets that come home. And it sucks, you know, like, thank you for serving and protecting us. And it sucks that something like this happened to you. But then at the same time, I'm like, you're running for, like, office. Like, I, I and I know it's probably like yeah, a... politicians get ripped apart. Yeah, you know time. what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, not only yeah. that, but... That's part of being a Yeah, politician. exactly. And then I'm like, the fact that you have an eye patch does... And, like, that to me, I guess, can be looked at as, like, lazy, like, jokes because that's the most obvious. But it wasn't because he was going after you because you're a wounded war vet. It was honestly just because you do look like the hitman in a porno. Can I mention <laughs> something, though, about this country that's like, respect our troops and, like, stand up and, like, say a pledge but of allegiance. But only sometimes. Only sometimes, exactly. Yeah, and, but not not if your troops are gay. Exactly, um, or trans. They apparently yeah. can die. 
um, or trans, or if they come back from the war and they actually need psychiatric care, um, yeah, we we're not helping yeah. them. Medical bills, mm, uh, or you you want you need therapy, you need counseling. Mm, sounds like you're a problem. Yeah. But where's the outrage about that? Because I'm outraged about it. You ask people to defend our country, and then they do, and they're fucked up from it because they had to experience shit, and like. Now you're not going to take care of them? Like, you only care about our troops when they're dead? Like, what is the what is the truth here? Yeah. Like, well, here's- I don't understand why it's why people want to get outraged about, like, people disrespecting our troops when they don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. But, like, when our troops are actually coming home and need fucking help, they're just like, not our problem, bro. Yeah. And, and even one of the biggest kickers is, like, I know a lot of people going after them are, like, let's face it, like, Republicans, I guess. Um, the thing that frustrates me was, and I didn't even realize this until I was watching like Philip DeFranco, where he brought up like, okay, like Pete Davidson makes this joke about his eye patch, and that's it. Where, um, I guess Trump legit like said, like back when he was running against John McCain, straight up said, like, um, John McCain is only war hero because he was a prisoner. I, I think war heroes are people that actually do something. And I was like, Damn, I don't even remember him saying uh, that. Be, but I'm like, to be fair to the uh, respect our troops crew, he did get quite a bit of backlash for that comment, if I remember correctly. Okay, yeah, not that it went anywhere, yeah, but exactly. he got backlash for it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing that's wild. Like, yeah, he says this shit and nothing ever comes of it. But like, I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? That makes that was blatant. Like, come on, man! Like, he was a prisoner of war, and you're gonna be like, no, he it doesn't count because he was a prisoner. I'm like, it's not like video games or movies my dude like this is real life like war prison like you're a prisoner of war so like i don't know like it's just and then what bugged me even like later on was i guess this guy went on the news and again was just kind of saying like i don't want an apology but like you know uh it would be nice to see like saturday night live like i don't know here's a figure one million dollars like donate a million dollars to like um you know uh helping like a, a, a war vet um charity or something like that and i'm like yeah but at the same time like i can't help but feel like this just this was like free publicity for his campaign and like yeah was like to me i feel like it's blatantly using it and i don't know if he's like in the army or in the marines but like because i have my best friend who's like a brother to me um because he went to war i like i wanted to know because he was during he was there during the iraq afghanistan thing I was like, you know, I wanted to be supportive and stuff like that. And I remember one of the things he, him telling me was like, um, check out HBO's Generation Kill. He's like, I know that's about, cause he was in the army. He's like, I know that's about the Marines, but this story that they tell, and this is like a real story. Cause then I even went out and bought the book. Um, he's like, everything they experience, he's like, is exactly what they aren't. Cause they, I don't know, it was supposed to be like some Marine special thing, but it ended up being like, they were like army Rangers instead some some ridiculous thing but he's like down to the damn jokes he's like the jokes are almost exactly the same jokes we tell and a lot of it is like that like shock dark humor to kind of help you get through some of the like you know you've seen your friends die um i remember my friend saying they started telling um dead baby jokes because there was one night where i guess he said they will all sleep on the roof because it just gets so hot the coolest place to sleep is on the roof and they're doing a raid and when they're up there on the roof because it's so dark and everything he accidentally stepped on a baby and like felt like you know like oh my god i'm a monster i stepped on the you know a freaking baby up here 
Um, and then they all started like, I guess to like get through, like, you know, help him get through this. Like he felt guilt for stepping on this baby, like started telling dead baby jokes. So I'm like, Doug, like you're, you're a military guy. So like, you know what it's like to tell a shitty bad joke. That's still a joke. and makes people laugh. Not only that, but because of this, I'm like, I know what you called people in Iraq and, and Afghanistan. I know the slur you used against them and you might not be racist, but you sure as hell probably used that slur there. So I don't know. It's just like I, I all of a sudden like I started like picking apart stuff that like really doesn't matter, but it's just like one of those things where I'm like I really hate when it's like something dumb or insignificant turns into like oh well I'm gonna turn this around and capitalize it and push my campaign because it's free publicity, or paint myself to be something I don't know. It's just for whatever reason, just the whole ordeal just like rubbed me the wrong way, and I was like really salty about it. I think I posted some stuff and I deleted it later. Cause I'm just like, ah, I don't really need to be like venting this type of stuff on Twitter, but, um, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, like you dressed up as Thor for Halloween and I'm like, I just found that weird. I'm like, why would you do this to Thor? He doesn't need to be in politics. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do this to Thor? I, that's the final straw. That's the the joke that Pete Davidson should have made. He should have been like, why'd you do this to Thor? Why would you do this to Thor? Yeah. What did Thor ever do to you? And then, like, it, I mean, like, he, you know who he should have dressed up as? He should have dressed up as um, Odin, because both of them had, like, eye patches, <laughs> but, like, he could have been Cranky Dad Odin. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, too. Like, he actually looked like he could have passed as young, like, Odin or something like that. But I'm like, he went with Thor because it's like, Thor has an eye patch in the third movie. So I'm like, oh, God. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. If I'm right or wrong on that, but I just know it like just really irked me because I, I guess it's not really good or bad in the end because I kind of do respect him for saying like, yo, I don't, I, I get it. It was a joke. I don't need to be apologized to, but then just say everybody just being so upset about it. And I'm like, the joke was kind of funny. Like, I don't know. Like it wasn't the best joke, but like, and then they put like, like on the news, I guess that guy, Keenan Thompson, uh, Keenan and Cal. <laughs> he was like trying to promote the Grinch movie I guess he's a character in it and all of a sudden he's like I'm here to promote my cucumber a lemon patch movie and you guys are over here asking me about Pete Davidson like why aren't you asking Pete Davidson about Pete Davidson so I'm just like oh, that sucks but anyways that's my salt I don't really have anything this week alright um, it's all Final Fantasy 14 from here on <laughs> out sorry um, I beat the vault and I'm sad. So basically, um, I was finally getting back to the Heavensward story quests, and it was like quarter to eleven at night on Friday. And I un- and it's like the vault is now accessible. Queue up in the duty finder and do the vault. And that's your next quest. And I was like, <sighs> and I kind of go to my laying shell and I'm like, is the vault a really long dungeon? And they're like, well, not with us. And I'm like, haha, no, seriously, is it a long dungeon? Because it's almost 11 o'clock and I don't want to queue into a big long dungeon when I'm about to go to bed. And they're like, no, it's not that bad. And I get immediately get like a party request from um, one of the players in my link shell who is named Lily. Well, it's longer than that, but I'm just going to call her Lily. Um, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to queue up together and we go into the vault. And it was... It was kind of a messy run of this dungeon, but it went okay. Like I, I think the two other people that we um, queued up with 
were either, I can't remember if they said they were new to the dungeon or if they were new to the classes that they were playing, uh, but it was a little sloppy, but we made it through to the end, and I'm kind of cracking jokes about it. My, my friend Lily's like, enjoy the cutscene, and I was like, haha, and I'm kind of cracking jokes about it because the knights became, like, suddenly transformed and became giant, and I'm like, it's suddenly Dark Souls in here, and I was making jokes, and then my favorite character gets fucking murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it truly and, is Dark like, Souls now. They're like, ah! And my Blink Shell's like, oh, you're at that part. And I was like, yeah, what? Bleh. And the worst part, the worst part is that I was, spo- I'm talking around spoilers in case anybody's like, like planning on playing this game, but I knew this character was going to die because my, my friend on Facebook posted screen caps from his memorial stone that appears later in the game. And I was like, ah, fuck. And I just assumed that was going to happen at the end of Heaven's Word. No, he dies in the middle of Heaven's Word. Whoops. And so I was still totally surprised because I didn't know when or how it was going to happen. And I was, I'm so sad. And the game keeps finding like subtle ways to kind of twist the knife. Um, there's like a scene with the character's father later where he's like, no, it's fine. It's an honor. Please leave my house. Leave me alone. And I'm like, oh, great. And then you go into the next town and like you can buy a portrait of the character for your um, in-game house to hang on the wall. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> please, please. Bless. Um, yeah, everybody, everybody who has played the game and is listening to this heard me say I beat the vault and I'm sad and went... Most likely. So, I mean, it's just sad. I'm sad about my character. Um, Other than that, I hit a wall playing the story quest where I wasn't a high enough level to get to the next quest. And I had to do a bunch of level grinding. And again, my link shell's like, we'll just go into Palace of the Dead. And I was like, I can never go back. (laughs) It's too soon. It's like having war flashbacks to the hours and hours I spent in Piles of the Dead. Like, I can't go Mm. back. Um, So after I did all my roulettes, they're kind of trying to suggest, like, okay, we'll do Alliance Roulette. What's Alliance Roulette? It's the one you get from unlocking the, the raids. And I was like, I haven't done those. So I queued up for, I guess I had Crystal Tower unlocked, but because it was labeled as a raid, I assumed that that was something that people didn't queue up for in the Duty Finder, um, and that I would have to just, like, harass a bunch of people to play it with me, and that I wasn't gonna... Because there's certain, like, there's certain dungeons you can always get a party for, but, like, if you try to queue up for, say, um, uh, Shiva Extreme... You're never going to find anybody who's just, like, sitting in the duty finder waiting for a party to appear to play Shiva Extreme, because you play those with your friends and not with randoms on the internet. Um, So I thought that the Crystal Tower was going to be like that. It's not, because it's a part of this roulette, and you get a bonus for playing it again and again and again, uh, at least once per day. So I queued up for it, and it turns out, I, I, you know, I log into the duty finder, and it shows in the corner... Um, how many paladins, healers, not paladins, tanks, healers, and DPS are currently queued up for that. And I was like, one out of 16 DPS? Are you serious? <laughs> Turns out that, that that the labyrinth is a 24-person raid. Oh, wow. um, and it was overwhelming. That's a lot of people on screen. 
Um, oh, they kind of a lot s- of those little bubbles going on yeah. and all the little magics and the they, hit they boxes. Added, and there's also like, I mean, the screen is busy enough as it is where it's got the names and health bars of all of your party members off to the left. Then in the on the, on the right yeah. hand corner, there's the mini map, and underneath that is your quest like list and the duty information and at the bottom is all of your spells or your abilities and then they added another one for this which was the alliance label so it had like this big fuck off bar in the middle of the screen that had a lot because they kind of split you into three different alliances to make it a little more manageable so you had alliance a alliance b alliance c and there was a each um, but that means that there's like this tiny little square in the middle of the screen that I can see through. There's 24 people on screen. All of these special effects are going off at once. And there was rarely ever a moment where there was only one enemy on the screen as well. So I'm just like, I don't fucking know what's happening. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna follow everyone else and see what's happening. And I tried to pay attention to the chat. Cause every now and again, people are like, you need to stand on the thing. And I'm like, shit. And I would run over there. Um, it it went okay, but like, god damn, those are overwhelming. And after you do Crystal Tower, not the Crystal Tower, the Labyrinth of the Agents, you have to unlock Circus Tower, which is another 24-person raid. And then after that, you get the Alliance Roulette. So I played Circus Tower twice in a row, because that's the only ones I had unlocked. There's more you can get, but you have to, you know, you have to unlock them first. And then I'm just like, I don't... I Am I really cut out for raids? I don't know. It turns out most of them are not 24 man raids most there's there's a couple of those uh besides circus tower and labyrinth of the ancients but most of them are eight person raids so that's i can do that that's more manageable (laughs) i was like if there's gonna be 24 people on screen the whole time like oh my god shoot me now um other than that after that i finally was able to continue story quests i I did that. I did trials. I did every single roulette. I did. I think I did trials twice, and I just was like, please, level fifty nine. And I finally got there and was able to queue up for uh, Kubal Library, which was a time. <laughs> it was a time. Um, it. It. I. I remember like. While I was, so I went into this dungeon and we went to the first mini boss and I died. And I was like, okay. And I got revived and then I died again. And I was like, rip. And then the healer just refused to heal to revive me. So I was just lying there. Um, and the, my FC mate was like, hey, are you still farming Palace of the Dead? And I was like, no, I escaped that awful place. And, um, he's like, oh, well, um, if you need an instant thank you for your dungeon, hit me up. And I was like, oh, thanks. I'm already in a dungeon. And if you're like, you can, you can go into different menus and see where your FC mates, your link shell mates, or your people on your friends list are at any given time. You just go into the list and like, it'll say, you know, such and such is at Limsa Lominsa. And so my guess that my friend like was like, oh, what dungeon are you in? Pulled up, pulled up my name in the list. and was like, oh, you're in Kubal. Have fun with that. I'm like, not impressed so far. <laughs> okay, so after- you remember when years ago, um, you, like, years ago, I say, um, <laughs> but on the podcast, you were talking about how one time there was ice in the parking lot, and you slid and, like, landed on your back, and you just, yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's what me I playing imagined. Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just lay in there. 
I'm not impressed so far. Okay, I'll just lay here. Um, (laughs) After that, I revived and ran back to my party members, and the healer very kindly was like, hey, um, if you stand still right after you get revived, you have some iframes, and then the healer can top you off, so don't don't start attacking right away uh, when you get revived. And I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) And we continued the dungeon. Um, And we get to the final boss, and my meanwhile, my my FC is popping off with like, oh yeah, that final boss of that dungeon fucking sucks. Oh man, I hate that dungeon. I will every time it comes up on the duty finder, I just quit. I don't care about the penalty. I just leave. And I'm like, great. And they're like, I would rather play Gubal hard or Gubal than than regular Gubal. I'm like, great, great. Um, so I get to the end and the tanks like, does everybody know what we're doing? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, okay. And he starts explaining it to me, and I just Madagascar penguin dot gift. I'm like, all I can think uh, about uh, though <laughs> is you know that vine where the guy is drinking the soda at the party. He's like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I, like, there was a lot. Um, he's like, okay, you know, there's you see those circles on the ground. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, in the first round they're gonna light up once, and so one person has to walk over them to turn them off, and the second one there has to be two, and the third one there has you know has to be three. And I'm like, okay, I'm with you so far. And he's like, all right. And then um, he's gonna cast this spell, and you'll know it when you see it. Trust me. Uh, but it's gonna cause you to drop an orb, and and if you get hit with that spell, you need to run to the edges so that you um, so that the orb drops on the edge of the arena, and then it's not in the way for everybody else. And I'm like, uh. Uh, and he's like, have you got that? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I didn't got it. But I was just, I didn't want him to explain again. So I was like, let's just get this over with. <laughs> yes, I understand. Maybe if everything goes well, no one will notice that I in fact don't understand. <laughs> um, now that I've explained the problem to you for 12 minutes, do you understand? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Are you lying you, to me? Are you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, it actually did go pretty smoothly. Once I got in there, I was like, oh, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, I... My, I, I typed to my FC mates and like, pray for me, I'm going up against the final boss. And then at the end, I was like, it went okay, actually. They're like, yay! Um, and I... I still have, a, I have like five Heaven's Word quests left until the end, um, but I didn't have time to finish them yesterday or today. So stay tuned next week, I guess. Because <laughs> um, if the end of a realm of the 2.55 quests are any indication, I'm kind of bracing myself for a wild ride at the end of Heaven's Word. Because <laughs> the end of 2.55 had some crazy plot twists, um, especially considering how boring the rest of it was. But after that, the last thing I had to talk about was while I was level of grinding to get into Gubal Library, I had the most comically disastrous Bismarck fight I've ever seen. Like, I got into this fight as part of the story earlier that same day, and it went so smoothly, I was like, oh, this boss is a piece of cake. And then I queued into this, and like, everything that could have gone wrong did. Um, (laughs) We were, we had a lot of people in there that hadn't done it before and didn't really understand the mechanics um and essentially like you're on an uh, an island that is being dragged by an airship and i know that sounds insane but it's final fantasy no, that just sounds um, like final fantasy <laughs> you're like 
you're you're kind of like distru- you're fighting enemies on the island while the whale flies alongside you, and then Sid fires some like big harp chain harpoons with chains on them and drags it close to the island, and you get on the whale and start fighting the whale, and eventually it like kicks you off, and you have to do this a couple of times. You have to also do it before the island gets completely destroyed. Um, again, the first time I did this, it was fine and it went really smoothly and nothing bad happened. But the second time, um, if you don't stand directly on the whale, you don't do any damage. And so a bunch of the newbies were like standing at a distance and it was like, get on the whale. Please. Get on the whale. <laughs> get on the whale. They weren't listening I don't know why we... that's so funny to me. <laughs> get on the whale. <laughs> this reminds me of that dream I get had. in the Evangelion. <laughs> I had a dream. This I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, Go but for I it. I once dreamed of Jesus, and this is the only Jesus dream I've had so far in my life, but essentially I was stuck in this like, you know, like a comically like cliché with the like basketball shorts and the sweatshirt, whistle, baseball cap, like PE teacher had put me and my friends <laughs> in like detention and if we tried to leave detention there was this big portal that would open up and we get eaten by a shark and then end up back in the detention room <laughs> and my non-violent peace friend was justice che Guevara for some reason <laughs> that i i don't understand and uh then eventually jesus came on a magic carpet like aladdin <laughs> style and was like, come children, get on the magic carpet. So we all got on the magic carpet and, you know, we were flying through the air. We could like see the city below and we were looking into the stars and there was this whale. Like at first it was like a constellation, but then it turned into a whale and it had a hook stuck in its mouth. So we all worked together to get the hook out of the whale's mouth. And then Jesus took us home. <laughs> and that's... I'm glad you told me this story. <laughs> That was my dream. And every time someone's like, you know, something about like how they are like, and then they told the church that they had this dream about Jesus. I'm like, could you imagine if I told the church my dream about Jesus? Um, But anyway, the end result of that is that we didn't do as much damage as we needed. And so he still had half a health bar left when we uh, got kicked off the whale, started again. And then at this point, I realized that we were, uh, one of our party members was dead and nobody was reviving her. And I'm like, hey, can somebody... Can somebody revive poor Nova? And the healer's like, she fell off the edge. And I was like, oh, never mind. Because if you fall off the arena, you can't be revived. Ripperoni. Because uh, you're out of bounds. And I was like, that sucks. And um, we're just getting fucking wrecked. <laughs> uh, we get back on the whale and still aren't doing enough damage. And eventually we fail the duty. And we're like, well, that went poorly. That's okay, though. We still got plenty of time. Um... Nova had been dead so long that she did not return to her computer <laughs> and was AFK when the battle restarted. And we didn't notice at first until we saw her just standing there while we were fighting the enemies. And we're like, oh, well, can't really blame her because she was dead for a good like 15 minutes before we restarted the duty. Um, and again, things were just going badly. And then a healer got fell off the edge and we're like, well, and then all of a sudden... Um, like half of the team is just like, well, this runs bunk, and they all jump. And I'm just like, <laughs> are you kidding? And I'm just a bard. I'm just like, I'm just uh, a bard, man. When, I'm just like, I'm just that image of the the that people have of the um 
the meme of the girl playing her flute and crying. It's like when your party's dying, but you're just a bar. <laughs> yeah. That was me. <laughs> I was like, guess I'll die. And so I did. And yes, so, we so the, I we start, did. We start the dungeon. It was like, nobody move. And um, we vote kicked Nova because she was still AFK. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like a vote abandon has been initiated. And I was like, no, we have half an hour left to beat this duty. We'll be fine. And so uh, that was rejected. Because I think it's like if more than half vote to abandon the duty, then you do. But everybody was like, no, we'll be fine. And so we get a new player in to replace Nova. Vote abandon. They're like, and the new player's like, whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're like, rejected. A bunch of people jump ship. And we're uh-huh. like, Ugh. And so we're waiting around, I think, for two new healers and two new tanks. And I'm just like, so what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And then the new healer, the new healers and the new tanks come in. And like, just as they're showing up, another vote abandon attempt comes through. And of course, all the new players like, whoa, we just got here. And like, (laughs) and so that gets rejected and like, it'll be fine. And then... Also, by this point, we'd failed the duty twice, so we had the power of the Echo, which meant that we were stronger and the battle was going to be way easier. And so we're going to be fine. we got the Echo. We'll be fine. So we get in there, and I get killed, and I'm like, rip me. And the healer revives me, and I jump on the whale and start, like, oh no, we were fighting the whale, and then I got killed. And the healer revived me, and I got revived into empty space where the whale (laughs) used to be. (laughs) <laughs> and felt my death and i'm like are you serious and someone's like calm down and i'm like don't tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> you fight okay you're like you're really hard to get riled up but then once you're riled up it's fucking wild I'm, i wasn't don't and i made it clear i was like that was so unlucky like it wasn't the healer's fault that that happened yeah, no but like just the Calm down, and you're like, bitch, try me! (laughs) And so I'm like, I believe in you. You all can do it. And someone jokes, they're like, I guess it's time to to invite another vote abandoned. And I was like, no! (laughs) No! But they beat Bismarck on the third try with, like, ten minutes left on the clock. So we finally, finally cleared that godforsaken duty. And I'm just like, why? Why couldn't I have queued into Thok-ass Thok? That's a much easier arena with nowhere to fall off. And it's got cool music, too. But that was, it was just like, it was so bad, so disastrous that it was like comical. I was like, what else can go wrong at this point? Like, are we going to get disconnected from the server next time? (laughs) That didn't happen. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. That's that's my assault. I'm I'm done being all wound up about Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> For now. <laughs> it's my assault now. My assault uh, now. I don't I mean like I don't think I have to go over my ash salt again because I already went over it in in my ash not my salt. bad. What? My bad. Oh, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry. I'm like, just did it have to be a cowgirl? Did Why? it have to be a cowgirl? Uh we already I, have McCree. 
I I did get salty with um Caitlin or some say Cosm because she was trying to tell me that cowboys were boring and I'm like no the whitewashed fucking <laughs> like watered down version of cowboys that America sold to people when they started creating cowboy films definitely the Clint boring. Eastwood cowboy is boring yeah like- I'm like but the actual history of cowboys in the Wild West is extremely fascinating and like is a story of gender roles and race roles and and, like, all these things being tried in the Wild West and, like, different opportunities that weren't, like, provided. There was still a lot of contention between different groups, but there was, like, per- opportunities that weren't allowed for in other places. And I'm like, so you had freed slaves as cowboys. You had Mexicans who had lost their land as cowboys. You had women as outlaws. You had women as fucking like heads of town mayor which in the east coast was not happening you had um you had like all these different groups and as well as like like homosexuality had its own place in the wild west uh super fascinating articles i linked i can relink them if you guys are interested um and different things about like basically what they used to call bachelor marriages where two dudes would live together (laughs) Um, and do all the roles of husband and wife, and nobody even questioned it because it was the Wild West. Um, so I'm like, no, uh, let me tell you something. The, like, bullshit expression of the Wild West that we sold to people as the truth that also included a lot of unfortunate, like, char- character caricatures and stereotypes of Native Americans. Like, that's boring. But the actual Wild West is endlessly fascinating. So don't start with me. And then... Um, <laughs> we all live in the wild, wild West, so we're kind of... Yeah. I know, that was another thing where uh, she was like, well, the, the scenery is just boring to me and me. I'm like, bitch, that's my scenery! <laughs> like... <laughs> I I actually love you, Caitlin. I'm not dragging you. I'm just saying this particular argument did me assault. Yeah. Um, she is 100% entitled to her opinion to think that cowboys are boring. Cowboy um, media is almost universally boring. Like, I yeah. will give her that. Most cowboy yeah. movies yeah. are quite boring. And Except I, for This is a Goddamn Bitch of an Unsatisfactory Situation. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good movie, but it's one out of literally yeah. thousands. Like, um. But I think I think my argument is like Ash could have been interesting, but they chose to make her boring. Like that's just how yeah. it was at the end of the day. They made their choice. They don't want to like vary from it. It just pisses me off because I think like Blizzard overall is well not overall, but like in their Overwatch portion, like they go out of their way to try and provide levels of diversity as far as like um, people who have different like. Um, what do you call it like prosthetics and people who are from different countries and they go out of their way to hire voice actors from those countries and try and create this universe in and of itself that then to just drop the ball on like their development of female characters and their lack of development of any like black female characters is just irritating it's just frustrating also you get a bunch of white people going this is a black woman but, like, it's, like, that guy with the, is this a pigeon? And oh, it's just yeah. fucking, like, Orisa, who is a goddamn robot. And then Lucio, who is a man. And, and it's also um, Brazilian. then it's, like, Farah, who's Middle Eastern. <laughs> and then, like, you have, um, you also have Symmetra, who's Indian. I'm, like, excuse me. <laughs> um, 
I just, I, I just think Ash was a weird choice, and overall, she's just her design is boring as hell. I don't give a shit. Like, for again, it. we already have a cowboy. We have McCree. We don't need yeah. two. Yeah, and not only did we get two cowboys, but we now have like two cowboys and one of and a third semi cowboy, which is uh fucking Bob. I mean, like I. We have two Junkers, too, because we have both Roadhog and Junkrat, but they came yeah, together as a set. They're, yeah, they're a set, and they're also, like... Different. I don't know. know. Their designs are different enough that I'm not upset about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, where I think... God, Ash just... She was just so goddamn lazy. Like, everybody was waiting for me to thirst tweet about it, and I was just like, her design is just lazy. Like, I don't care. I'm like, it's just boring. I mean, she's pretty, but, like, she's just desaturated Widowmaker, so... She's pretty, but so is every, every other female yeah. character in that game. I was gonna yeah, say... Yeah, and someone's like, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, it's like, Zarya and Moira don't look like everyone else. And someone, like, is like, oh, yes, of course, how could I forget? So then it's, like, all these identical copies of the same body type, and then Zarya and Mo- um, uh, Moira. And then it has, like, all of the men who are, v- like, hugely different in shape and, like face yeah. and design and it's like oh yes right Mo- most of the female characters have roughly the same face yeah, yeah. Like, no it's it, like absolutely true like they don't they don't bother because they feel like they have to make an aesthetically pleasing by traditional values woman in order for her to have value as a character in the game and that's bullshit um and like i said i i think overwatch does better than a lot of other games but i still would like to see like them rising to their own name you know what i'm saying like if you're gonna put down this effort just fucking lean into it put as much effort as you put into our fucking creative ass kit into her as her character as in her design you know what yeah. i'm saying also someone was like uh the timeline is already retconned because like it said that the deadlock gang was um founded in 1970 but like supposedly then in this it says that ash founded it but ash is only 30 years old and we're in like 2038 or whatever and it's like um excuse me like that's impossible the the overwatch timeline has always been a hot mess it's a fucking hot garbage mess but i'm like it's on the goddamn deadlock logo you couldn't look at your (laughs) own goddamn logo you don't have that saved in a file somewhere like I have questions, comments, and concerns. Yeah, I like how they had um, to cancel that graphic novel because the lore was some completely different. That they're like, we can't put this comic book out because it makes no sense to the game. But it's all the lore I'm stuff like, they gave them. Your fucking game doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's a fucking hire me, Blizzard. Come at me. I'll fix your goddamn timeline. Um, that's, that's my, um, like, my hiring campaign. That's what I send them on my business card. Hire me, Blizzard, you cowards. I'll fix your fucking timeline for you. (laughs) Come at me, Jeff. I'm ripped. Um, I, so, I just, I, that's my beef. Y'all know my beef. I was very open about it on Twitter. Because I'm just like, this is just lazy. And I don't care. And I'm just, like, sitting sandwiched between my wives, Moira and Sombra, and I'm just like, yes, dance, you little fools, dance. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, just, I just love Sombra and Moira so much. Um, yeah, and like also everybody was waiting for a McCree short and then they got this character that nobody gave a shit about. And I'm like, I'm sorry, McCree fans for this. Uh, the apple pie crumble was the most entertaining <laughs> part of that. Also, what was with fucking... 
fucking uncanny valley Amazon Echo that fucking came out of that fucking, like, egg thing at the end. So her original design, she didn't have a human face. She just had this kind of, like, almost like Bastion, you know, like a suggestion yeah. of a face. Yeah. Um, and then when they finalized her design, they're like, here's some uncanny <laughs> valley fucking avatar bullshit <laughs> face for you. Um, a lot of she- times it, it really is better, especially in video games, if you just go with the suggestion of a face like Zenyatta or... Yeah, you know, Zenyatta's or, or so Risa. fucking... Like, the thing like, about Zenyatta's face is the longer you stare at it, the more emotions it has. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, your brain autofills that. Because, like, you're like, mm, yes, this is resentful Zenyatta, <laughs> and this is petty Zenyatta, and this is happy Zenyatta. Like, and they all the faces are the same, but, like, your brain autofills it for you. Where I'm like, ah, oh, yes, but because she's a lady robot that's, like, also basically... Somebody called her fucking... Um, what do you call it when you Gojinka? Gojinka? Like when you take like Sonic the Hedgehog and turn him into oh. a person? Oh, Gojinka, yeah. Gojinka, yeah. They're like that, but for um, Eve from <laughs> Wally. Uh... Wally? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Wally. <laughs> like, ouch. <laughs> Owie. That burns. Going yeah, that... to the throat. <laughs> I know. I was like, I... I was like, this is such a weird character and I don't understand what the. I'm like, what is what is up with Amazon Echo for Athena over here? Like, what is happening? Um, yeah, that was wild. I didn't care for that either. I'm like, just give me my fucking robot. Like, Arisa is a fucking lovable character, and she didn't have to have, like, a face face. People like, find her Eve. She essentially does have an Eve from Wally face, and, like, people find it yeah. endearing. Like, Yeah. She does, We're uh, like, oh, Arisa. LED lights, yeah, turning yeah. into like a heart. Yeah. Oh gosh, she's so cute. I have the emote of her getting the oh, puppy yeah. present. Yeah, where she opens it up and it's a puppy, and then she's like, it's licking her face. Oh god, I love Arisa. Yeah. See, see that. See, that's an emotional response. But when I see the fucking yeah. uncanny valley face, I'm like, suddenly fear. Alexa. One fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah zero is like a no fear uncanny valley face one fear yeah. like fuck you like what the hell is this it's like alexa shoot um, mccree and that thing pops out of the box <laughs> shoots him <laughs> so uh also it doesn't make sense as to like why ash would wa- i'm not gonna argue with the plot of a fucking overwatch video actually because like the, uh, there's only so much you can ask um so then today my sculpture well okay so you and you know i did all those like uh basically they were like like figure drawings but it was a figure sculpture from a live model and we did it in like two hours so it wasn't that great anyway but we were supposed to make abstractions from them right um and i got up to go get some caffeine and some water and i came back and my table mate was like i broke the head off your statue i'm sorry and the head was just sitting there um, it was an accident. She didn't mean to, but like, and I wasn't really mad at her because at this point I was just like, this might as well happen today, to be honest. Like, that's that's where my mood was because I'm not in a very good mood. Um, mostly because last night I was watching the John Oliver on family separation and how it's basically probably going to happen again and all the stuff that happened with it and how it happened and how it wasn't at all necessary or legal in a lot of cases. Um, so I was feeling already down and voting is happening tomorrow and i just really want people to vote and if you're not voting i'm i'm gonna come to your house and fight you myself um 
fucking come at me, scrub lord. I'm <laughs> ripped. I'm ripped with the power of sorrow. So, like, I was already in a sad mood. So when she was like, I accidentally broke your sculpture. I'm sorry. I was just kind of like, okay. Um, yeah. See, that would be my cue to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we deal with anxiety very differently. Yeah, like, at this point... Like, I'd be having, I, like, a meltdown and be like, it's not your fault. I'm not angry at you. I'm just really stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, like, my teacher already graded me for it, so I don't really care oh, anymore, well, then you know? it's fine, I guess. I mean, I'm sad because it was kind of cool and I wanted to fire it, but, like, I mean, sometimes in this world we don't get what we want. Um, Can't always get what you want. But no. But try sometimes. You just might find. You get what you need. <laughs> I just, I just like honestly, I would rather just have like a really good grade on my math test coming up this Thursday, which I'm also stressed out about, and I also have therapy tomorrow, which sounds like it should be relaxing, but instead, it's like I get all this anxiety about like what I have to talk about at therapy, you know. Um, so that's happening, and I was just overall pissed because, like I said, I was watching that John Oliver on family separation, and then the language that's being used now about the caravan that's coming oh, up yeah. from Honduras. Um, not that like the Honduras coup wasn't like a hundred percent our fault I, anyway. Like it was a big. America had a big influence on that situation to begin with, and then to turn around and, like, start using war language towards people who are basically seeking asylum, and then it is legal to seek asylum, but then people are like, oh, you know, they're coming here illegally, and I'm like, I have I have questions, comments, and concerns for you, because it is legal for them to seek asylum, like, and then they're like, oh, you know, um, you know, zero people ever return for their, like, hearings of um, citizenship hearings or whatever. And it turns out that 93% of people um, actually return for their citizenship hearings. So that was, like, a huge incorrectness. Literal <laughs> hu- hashtag fake news. Yeah. yeah. Like, actually, you are wrong. Um, it's just, uh, it's that just is hard. not correct. According <laughs> to the encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Trump's like zero percent, and um, statistically, and, that's not even really possible. Yeah, and and fucking John Oliver was like, you know, he could really say any of this thing at this point, and you'd be like, I don't know enough about that, but I already know it's wrong, and um, and he's like, so we actually found the number, and it's uh, it's like it's around ninety three percent. It might be ninety two point three six six or something percent but it's around 93 percent and so almost um, all yeah so almost all of them actually return for their fucking mm. uh um citizenship hearings but he's gonna have the nerve and the gall to say zero percent of them and he's just like invasion it's an invasion and i'm just like jesus fucking mm. christ and you know what the thing is is like people want to say it's not about race but a hundred percent fucking is because like 90% of my, like, my ancestors were basically illegal immigrants. Like, they just came here. Like, my grandma, she came here. She wasn't ever legally a citizen. But you wouldn't try to, like, fucking pick me up and throw me out of the country because I'm white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that's just the way it is. I know the truth. And then you see this interview with this woman who's like, if they come here legally, I don't have a problem. And then the woman's like, well, it is legal for them to seek asylum. And she is like, well, I hope Trump changes that. And it's like, you turned around on your fucking like statement about how yeah. as long as something's legal, it's fine. And then she's like, well, this is legal. And then she's like, well, never mind. I want Trump yeah. to get rid of this. And I'm just like, Ugh. and this whole thing about revoking right. born citizenship. And it's just... It's just disgusting and I'm angry. I'm really angry and sad at all times. And then in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking about climate change and the fact that it's a billion fucking degrees mm. outside and Christmas music came on the other day and I can't possibly even conceive of like, and I know that Southern Hemisphere people are like Crimea River, <laughs> but like it's not normal to be in the Northern Hemisphere like this where I live and for it to not even be in 60 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit. Like, it's it's like it was 80 something yesterday and it was 80 something today like that's how hot it is and my mom was like oh they keep saying it's gonna rain in december and today and like y'all can mark this down if i made a fool (laughs) of myself and at me in december if you live in california and it starts fucking raining but i was like it's not gonna fucking rain in december like i don't think it'll ever rain again at this point and then we're just gonna dry up and run out of water and because we won't get snow either and that's where we get most of our water source from snow um from snowpack but like yeah i don't believe it's ever gonna snow again either and my mom is i'm like here's what here's our deal mom if it actually rains like they say it's gonna rain in december like heavy rains in december you get to come to me and be like jesse you were wrong and i was right and i told you so and you can just you can just do that in front of the entire family at me and i'll just take it because i deserve it but like i honestly feel right now like it's never ever gonna rain again and i'm never gonna know what the feeling of coldness is ever again so i'm really fucking depressed because i also hate the heat um little known fact about me so like global warming is scaring me and fucking like just the blatant fascism and i like racist and sexist and homophobic and transphobic idealism of the like party that's currently in power is just horrifying me and if you have beef with that like a fucking fight me i don't care like i don't speak for the rest of my podcast people i just speak for me so you can fight me i Um, speak for the trees (laughs) i speak for the trees i'm the lorax motherfucker (laughs) um <laughs> but yeah, I'm not in a good mood. So like when my sculpture broke today, back taking it back around, um, I was just like, this might as well happen, to be honest. Uh but yeah, that's I mean, the rest of my salt was just me being anxious about voting. And by the time this comes out, the voting had will have already happened. But I hope you voted. I sure hope you did. Otherwise know that like if you can vote and you didn't you let down this Jesse. This Jesse is crying because of you. Like, I just want you to imagine my little face, like, in tears, in huge tears, because you didn't cry while in the arms of an... What the fuck? Because you didn't vote. While in the arms of an angel plays in the background, and you just sad pictures of me crying instead of, like, the animals. It's just me crying. <laughs> in the arms of an angel fly away. Yeah, so, you know that's that's what you'll be doing if you didn't vote um but yeah that's my salt i'm sorry that my salt is like so real world salt and i don't have very much like like nerd salt except for the ash thing but it's just 
It's just hard. My stomach is just like in knots recently. Like I said on Twitter, I hugged my friend today and my brain produced oxytocin. I was like, <laughs> what is this? What is this yeah. feeling? <laughs> so, yeah. No, That's why I, I didn't really have anything. So this morning, just that stupid political thing where I'm like, this really, this is. I mean, plus we also. Yeah, we it's just true. We didn't really have that much time to get salty about stuff, but. No, I feel you. Like, I was... It's it's just so weird. Like, it's so weird how this, like, administration just brought out a lot of stuff that I guess I just didn't know was there, but it's always been there. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Like, like, especially when you go on Facebook and you're like, wow, I didn't realize I was related to these people. Um, or that there's just, like... I mean... There have always been neo-Nazi punks, but, like, the, people are just fucking Nazis now. Like, they yeah. don't even care. They're not even afraid. They're, they're like, actually, you know, like, Hitler just got a bad name. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, he was a bad yeah. person. Bruh. Like, I, and like, people, like, just on the news the other day, this huge um, swastika was, like, spray painted in a local area, and they had to get rid of it. And it's just, like, yeah, that's happening it used to just be like punks like you know writing it with permanent marker on stuff but now it's like fucking everywhere and i know like i go to grocery stores and shit and like um you have to like scrape hate speech off of shit like it's wild um and there's like a certain stall in a bathroom in one of the like uh areas that at my school that i won't use because it's just filled with fucking awful ass hate speech in there and I'm like, I can't pee in here. I can't, like, the anxiety grips my bladder yeah. tight um, and raises it from perdition. Yeah, I made a supernatural <laughs> reference. That was for you, Jeremy, because I, I said mean things last <laughs> podcast. So I I decided to, you know, do a little shout out for you. But yeah, no, I definitely... Although there is one stall in this other bathroom in the math room of all places that's like in the math building that's like filled with hold on a little longer like don't give up you're gonna be like you're gonna be okay like all this stuff in this one stall and i'm like people are just fucking sad (laughs) like we're just sad like we gotta gotta tell people where because you know the bathroom's where you go to cry like well that's where i go to cry i've always cried in the bathroom um because where the else fuck am i supposed to cry like am i just supposed to walk out into the courtyard and sob amongst the trees um like (laughs) there's actually children on the other side of the math building because that's where the daycare is for the school so i don't want to cry in front of the children so you just got to cry in the bathroom like a man um (laughs) yeah uh God, uh, do you know it's another thing that's been bothering me recently is that my teacher went out of the way on our like on these special forms to ask us what our like um what our pronouns are and then proceeded to never once use mine and proceeds to always call me a woman and a girl and a lady and um it's it's really it's really one of those things where it's like why did you even bother yeah. to ask me if you weren't going to use them and, like, I straight up told him once what my pr- pronouns are, were, like, face-to-face, and, like, it's still just, like, nope. And I was like, nobody's ever going to use my pronouns. Oh, well. 
Um, I mean, y'all do, y'all use them. Yeah. And like, I don't care if people fuck up every once in a while. Cause even sometimes like, I'm so used to like just saying stuff that like, I'll even fuck up my own pronouns. But like, I really, really don't like it when people call me like Missy or lady or woman or, you know, like those things really make me uncomfortable or, you know, like this is what girls like to do. You're just a, well, okay. First of all, anyone who says you're a girl and that's what girls like to do to you about anything, like fuck off. But um, even if you are a lady, um, but yeah, I was just like, there's just the point where I was like, is it, do I even bother to ask people anymore? Um, It's been a, it's been a time, but you know, that's my salt. I'm going to try not to run (laughs) on and on um, because we've got some responses about the Australian thing and lava girl in our imported salt. So (laughs) probably, (laughs) yeah. Because we really wanted to know what yeah. happened to Lava Girl. So, uh, moving into imported salt. Um, <laughs> Lord of the Likes, but Jolly, at underscore Night Twitten, um, <laughs> wrote us part two. So, here's part two. Lava Girl's history is less crazy than Shark Boy's. Her chief uh, claim to fame is surviving being swallowed by a screaming antelope. And then there's a picture of said uh, miniature. Uh, size comparison com- uh, provided. Uh- <laughs> it was real big compared to the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're the like, okay, you know how like they'll have those image to yeah. sound descriptions for people? <laughs> That's, that, that, I, I feel like you have another job. <laughs> calling in that you're like it was real big size comparison provide (laughs) yeah which is funny is like because i should put this in the show notes but i probably won't (laughs) but i'll try to well because i asked though i'm like is there anybody that like reads show notes and then yeah you take a He's like, like, it's hard to read the show notes that aren't there. But I'm like, is it just Jeremy? I feel like Jeremy doesn't count because he's a podcast nerd. (laughs) I feel like... I read show notes on other podcasts. I don't read show notes on our podcast because I was there. That's what I'm curious about. Like, (laughs) does it really matter? Like, Like, honestly, like, would it make your podcast, like, enjoyment that much better having, like... (laughs) When I I used to listen to all of the duck feed... Bu- like not all of them, but a bunch of the Duckfeed channel show notes. They always had tons, and I would listen. Oh, okay. I, would, I would read them, and I read some of Jeremy sometimes. <laughs> so yes, people oh, do read them. <laughs> yeah, because like for a while I was posting them, and then like there's like pictures of Luna in some of them, and then <laughs> Jeremy's obsessed with show notes. He will, he will, he at least yeah. will definitely read them. <laughs> so that's what I was just wondering. I'm like, do I really need to put like this is where this vine came from, and this is I'm like, do people want links to that and stuff? But um. Yeah, might be good to link the vines. <laughs> okay, uh, it's just like one more. Th- I think that's where. Just, I'm sorry, I'm putting Night Twitten on hold, but like, <laughs> I think that's where I get like a little salty about like podcasting. Is like, don't get me wrong, I love podcasting, but then it's like all these like little nuance things, and I'm like, yo, this is free. <laughs> like, other than like a few, <laughs> like. I'm putting a lot of work into this, and it's just like, and granted, wait, no. but like, wait, but like, what about the people who donate? This, oh, that's what I was about to say. Like, I'm like, I really super appreciate like all the people that give us Kofi's, and then we have like, um, 
folks that like are like no joke they're like I don't know if they got it on auto pay or what, but like we have like certain people that are like, yo, you're getting this three dollars. <laughs> you're going you gonna get this three dollars whether you want it or not, because we gonna give it to you. <laughs> God bless yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. They're like, take us three dollars. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> take my money. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm super appreciative, but it's like all that money, like uh, except for like the couple of times where I think we used it for like DLC or like Honestly, instead of me paying rent, I think I like bought gas or something like that one time. Um, usually it's, it all goes into just paying booth rent for us to like, um, so that everything stays up. Otherwise, if you stop paying, then I mean, Jeremy literally has to like delete our podcast because we're not paying in for it to stay up. So first he breaks our kneecap. (laughs) Yeah. First, yeah. Yeah. First he, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but then like I'm thinking like, yo, like I gotta like work a regular day job. I got to edit. And then, like, of course, I got to add, like, extra stuff. I think episode 71, I didn't. Like, episode 71 was, like, lazy. Like, I didn't even put I feel like I should, my job should be that I just randomly post the show notes (laughs) to the Twitter. But, like, I won't tell you what episode they're from. You have to guess. (laughs) Yeah, we could. It's just, yeah, it's just, like, one of those where it's just, like, oh, man, like, running like having a podcast is like hard work like even just like yeah because i we have like i feel like i could help well i mean not only that like i appreciate it but not only that but then like just like the fact that we all have like regular ass lives and like school and work and bills and people in our lives that are good and people in our lives that are bad and then it's like i always have this moment where it's like sometimes i'm like man like i'm really tired maybe i should just like call off from podcasting but then once we hit record it's like such a good time and like it like rejuvenates me and stuff so like i don't mind but then i'm like maybe i can just cut a corner on these show notes like who really reads our show notes it's jeremy yeah so, jeremy reads our show notes so jeremy Greer. let's get back to anyways lord yeah Alexa sorry Jolly. that was yeah that was my little salt in the middle of a the lava girl story so uh, she also fought the Manhunter. Imagine if Clint Eastwood and the Undertaker had a baby, which is a wild concept to think of. <laughs> Clint Eastwood and the Undertaker but, from WWF, um, with the help of Dr. With Frankenstein. Help. Yeah, I'm like, no, it gets more intense yeah. for us. <laughs> um, and and punched him in the <laughs> and punched him in the dick so hard that we won the fight, which is like the best way to win a fight. Just punch him in the dick. Um, you know what? Uh, sorry, another side story. I say this anytime like my wife drops me off and we have the baby. So my last thing is like, hey, hey, dudes, like take care of mom. If anybody comes up to her, punch him in the dick. Um, Just wait until he starts talking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I regret saying that. Like my my fun fact, my brother karate chopped my dad in the nuts when he met him because my brother was in his Ninja Turtles phase. Nice. When he met my dad. And so he like karate chopped my dad in the nuts. So be careful what you ask yeah, for. Yeah, I know. Actually, uh, my my godson calls me Popo because when he was three, um, my wife's car got hit by like kind of like a drunk driver, like a hit and run, but the car was parked. And then like me trying to be like all hood and get, I'm like, oh man, we got to roll up to the Popo. Blah, blah. And so he's like, Popo, in the middle of like the like police station. And I was like so embarrassed. I'm like, I can't believe that. But then everybody's like laughing so hard. They're like, your nickname is Popo now. So, 
<laughs> anyway, sorry, I keep on uh, sidetracking on. Uh... He's still fucking murdered. Yeah. So, uh, uh, got punched in the dick. So <laughs> we won the fight. That's still hilarious. Um, he's still fucking murdered. Uh, Harley Quinn right before uh, he died, though. Um, I'll let y'all know if anything truly crazy goes down in the future. Also, Outback Steakhouse is a lie. Come to Australia and I'll let, uh, let me feed you all, which I've seen some of those tweets. Uh, please. Um, yeah, please, please send food. Yes, send all the foods. And, um, lastly, Jesse, they are prawns, not shrimp. That is all. Shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> yeah, shrimp. You gotta put shrimp on the Barbie. Shrimp on yeah. the Barbie. That's what we say here uh, in the United States. Or if you go to the Sizzlers, you get scrimps. I don't know why. Yeah. People Sometimes they use prawns here, but that usually is used to describe shrimp that are especially large. Yeah. yeah. Like, like tiger prawns. Big, big shrimp. Yeah. Like fist-sized <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Scrimps. All you can eat scrimps is Sizzlers back, y'all. I don't know why you find that funny. Anyway, sorry. Um, the next one is from Adrian Alvarez at Raynor1337. The only salt I got this week is the Diablo Immortals announcement they had for BlizzCon. All I'll say is that I'm disappointed, but I won't pass judgment on the game till the game comes out um, on phones. Outside of that, Ash is super cool, and I want her to melee me with the butt of her rifle and the... I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Is it just KDA? I think so. Kida? Yeah. Or... I think it's the, the girls from League of Legends can step, <laughs> can step on me. Also, sorry about the screenshots. That's my bad. Um, I forgot to mention that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is a great game. Jake was right about the clunkiness of it, but so was the original Red Dead Redemption, so I'm not going to complain about that. So, like, you're not going to complain that it didn't improve on the... Whatever. Um, I'm also <laughs> enjoying taking pictures of my house and sharing them with Mrs. Greer. Horses. My horses. Yeah. I, it's late. <laughs> it is. I mean, sorry. to be fair... Every time I see a horse, I caught a bunch of ponytails today because um, I'm trying to get the big horse. And all I could think about was Autumn. I was like, There was a pony at Evermore that I wanted to get a picture of for Autumn, but there was a ton of people around it because it was a fucking pony. Yeah. So, because yeah. it was a pony. <laughs> I think yeah. it was like, <laughs> like the little ones. It was really cute. Yeah. I think like our like whole community playing this game is just like sending Autumn like, please rank my horse, please. <laughs> like ten yeah, everybody's I'm... got their thing right people send me stuff about pt and autumn gets stuff about horses yeah i i'm sneaking all of y'all into my uh nano right now not as like characters per se but as ideas as characters if that makes sense like things that i think my friends would say as certain characters right like i don't know how to explain it like just, i think like, i get and, what you mean yeah like and not as main characters but like as just like what do you call us uh, the assembly kind of characters assemblage kind of um and so far uh the only two who have appeared so far since i'm i'm only on day five now um the dude who the the baker the the two bakers who have like a shop in town um the one who told the protagonist that there's no such thing as ghosts and there's no way that that mansion was haunted. Can you guess who that is? Jeremy. And his wife, who's like, could you please um, draw some sketches of the horses for me? Because they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, like, that kind of stuff is what I mean. So, if I one day, y'all will get to, you know, 
probably for free if you want to read it or i'll just share some of the like like i just did some of the people who appeared um as like like as thoughts and ideas in my book <laughs> Um, just a shout out because I love y'all so much because you're so fucking wonderful. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember Red Dead Redemption, the first one, being that clunky, but this country. I'm, I thought you were just going to stop there. Yeah. I thought you were just going to be like, I don't remember Red Dead Redemption. No, <laughs> no, I remember. No, you know what people don't remember is Red Dead Revolver. I remember that too. Oh boy. <laughs> God, like, I love that game so much. <laughs> like, um,. Even I've like never the, played them the because st- they're cowboy games. Yeah, I don't know. You mentioned cowboy games. <laughs> boring. What if they were vampire cowboy games? There is there is <sighs> one. I think. <laughs> I think I had I'm one that s- I never played. <laughs> I I'm going to make the joke. I don't play all vampire games. games. Okay, I didn't play Vampire with a Y that just came out. I, I think, didn't play that. I heard that one was good. I'm though. gonna create. What if they were lesbian cowgirl vampires? Ruining it with the cowgirls. I listen. We're I'm getting cowgirls in here somehow. Ye fucking ha. <laughs> like being a vampire in the wild west would be fucking hilarious. Oh, it's too, called Dark it's Watch. Just, like that's what it's called. There's nowhere to be. There's just sun everywhere. There's just tumbleweeds <laughs> and sun and heat. And yeah, it's awfulness. not like you know. East, like Europe or whatever, where there's buildings yeah. and crypts and ancient churches and rubble and like, <laughs> like there's nowhere to hide when you're a yeehaw vampire. You can just be like Alucard and bury yourself in the dirt <laughs> underneath a, underneath a giant city, oh my such that legends arise about you. <laughs> and then someone just like falls down there is like I fell down a hole. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my god, so, I said Jake on a wild No, I, I I literally I have it in my hands. It's a game by High Noons High Moons I say High Noon. High Moon <laughs> Studios. Studios and Capcom called Dark Watch that is literally a vampire western. And Yeah, see And one of the things that's wild about it is the composer is this band called Oso Motley, which is like this LA based like hip hop um Gumbia salsa band like they had like members of jurassic <laughs> 5 in it and stuff like that and my mind is blown i never knew they did the music for the stupid game um but i never got that far it's like a first person western vampire game where you're like a blade vampire <laughs> so imagine i vaguely remember this yeah imagine blade there's, as a cowboy <laughs> I a... remember that i didn't like it yeah i didn't uh, like it either it's like <laughs> I, the other day I was reminded of ghost cowboys for some reason oh because of BuzzFeed Unsolved um, I was reminded of ghost cowboys and I was thinking of there's I don't know if you ever because um, I think this was like this comic came out when you were reviewing comics on your YouTube page <laughs> but uh, the sixth gun was like oh I never finished that but like yeah. the first I like devoured the first like two or three trades it was, it was really it good it was Colin Bunn and right that, yeah, and yeah. that that was like ghost cursed cowboys with like zombies <laughs> and like a yeah. magic gun and I had a good time with that. I was having a ye old good time. Yeah. I'll admit I, I like the cowboy stuff, like the whole Red Dead series I love. 
I've got like Tombstone, the good, the bad, the ugly. I even there's a Korean one called the good, the bad, the weird. That movie's good. I'll give you that. That movie's awesome. I love that movie. But then even like Justified, like Tele- Timothy Elephants as like oh. <laughs> Elephants as the yeah. <laughs> so, like that to me, I'm like it's cowboy enough. I My like parents it. love that show, but I'm not into it. I don't like cowboy I, stuff that much. Some of it's I good. don't really care for Westworld, but like Westworld doesn't make any sense if you think about it for longer than ten seconds. Yeah. So that's why I don't really care for Westworld. Like why why didn't they just make robot actors? I ask you. <laughs> like didn't they? No, but like the thing is is they programmed the robots to experience everything as if it was real. And yeah. that's why they started revolting. But why didn't they just make the robots aware that they were robots working in this thing? Like, I don't understand. Well, according to Detroit Become Human, that doesn't work either. Yeah. Well, listen. Roll like, the back. It has been zero days since the last time we mentioned Detroit, <laughs> Detroit Become Human. <laughs> yeah, but Detroit Become Human also doesn't make any sense. So what yeah. is the truth, Oprah Geth? Yeah. Like, I have questions, comments, and concerns. I'm sorry. I'm keeping us going with all these no, cowboys. Right. but. I pushed it by looking for Dark Watch that I played for like 15 minutes and then stopped playing. If you made Um, a sequel to Legacy of Cain that was set in the Wild West, I would probably have to play that. So, I mean, there, there's your vampire western that would make (laughs) that I would play. I'm, I'm now I have a life goal. Or Jeremy's, uh, (laughs) Jeremy's, uh, Old West Bloodborne Two. Yeah, that I would play. Um, I okay. I I would play the hell out of that. As for the Legacy of Kane sequel, they've already uh, started and then shut down two sequels to Legacy of Kane, so you might want to choose a more realistic life goal. <laughs> Listen, I just want to show up and, like, Kay is getting married, and I'm like, is there any, like, does anybody have any reason that these two should not wed? And I'm like, wait! I'm like, I, 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 I they're fine getting married, but Kay! <laughs> I've done it! <laughs> Legacy of K in the Old West. <laughs> that would be fucking wild. <laughs> Not the wedding, wedding thing, back. just Legacy of K in the Old West. I mean, that would also be wild. That would too, also be imagine. wild. <laughs> Yeah. I just also like that I showed up exactly at that part, but not because I have any reason for you two not to be wed, but just because this was the time I needed to tell you. <laughs> yeah, you have like a whole Shrek moment. You ride in on yeah. a dragon. When's the right moment to tell Kay about this video game? <laughs> no, if I rode in on a dragon, Kay would have additional questions. That yeah, I would have true. so many questions. The wedding. <laughs> Yeah, like play this this Dracula Western game. Uh the dragon, Jesse. Let's talk about the dragon. We were just wait, like, wind it back, slow down. Yeah. Hold up. Wait, wait. Rewind. Okay. Where did the dragon come from? <laughs> That's the name I hope of the episode. everybody Rewind stuck around for this because I Oh they're there. They're filming it. They're yeah. <laughs> So where can we find everybody on the internet? Let's start with you. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade, and on Facebook and Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. And Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as Filthy Wizard, and you can find me on Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitch as Filthy Magic User.
Hey, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, Jake underscore Lionheart. And you can find the podcast at Podcast Salt, where the DMs are open. And uh, remember to uh, send us what you think our Jaeger, what was it, looks like and should be named? or Yeah, yeah. what it should be named. What it should be named. And if and- you're a podcaster, what is your uh, what is your Jaeger named? Yeah. And then also, if you want to be a part of our Imported Salt, um, send us what's going on, what nerdy things you're salty at, and uh, we'll be sure, uh, be sure to share them. Be sure to share them on the podcast. <laughs> and hey, if you want to help us to finally make show notes, you can go to coffee <laughs> and donate. That's right. If you want to see those beautiful show notes, go to ko-fi.com forward slash salt report. And uh, you can uh, help help us produce show notes for for, further. I just imagine Jeremy leaving a review on iTunes that was like, this is a great podcast, but there's no show notes. (laughs) Four out of five stars. (laughs) Yeah, this would definitely be a five-star podcast if they had show notes. Uh, but so yeah so thank you so much everybody uh, we appreciate y'all and we'll see y'all next week good night bye <laughs> bye <laughs>